This is 20 Weeks of Hell, Week 5, live play session of Call of Cthulhu by Chaosium. Warning, this recording contains more explicit content than usual due to the nature of Call of Cthulhu. Listener discretion is advised. Twenty Weeks of Hell, playing and reviewing forgotten, forsaken, and unplayed games from our collection. The good, the bad, and the ugly, playing games so you don't have to. I like the way you smile at me, baby. Welcome to another edition of Twenty Weeks of Hell. This week, we're going to be playing an old classic among gamers everywhere. A game that my fellows and I have only played very few times, yeah, and so it does fall into the category of not things unlike everything else we've done, which we've never touched before. Yes. But it's a long forgotten game. I like to once think, two editions ago. Yeah, I like to think that it's a beautiful girl that I haven't touched enough. But she's just kind of twisted in some ways. You do realize this is getting broad. You know, this is going out. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I wouldn't mind getting the in's mouth look from her. Uh, <laughs> this Panera, perennial favorite among gamers everywhere. How am I supposed to know what he's talking Based about? Based off me the, the, look. the looks, the not the looks, <clears throat> sorry, but the works of H.P. Lovecraft, The Call of Cthulhu. I think that's how you pronounce it. All right. Upside down tongue and everything. We have a special guest reviewer with us this week once again. But starting us off, I'm Dave the GM. I'm Zuri. I'm Shane. Sean. I'm Mike. And I'm Nick. And that wonderfully feminine voice you heard is our special guest reviewer. Let's start with an introduction of the characters. Well, first I'll start with an introduction of where this game is taking place. The time is March 1926. Winter is just giving way to spring. It's still cold, the wind's still chilly, and every once in a while there's still some fallen snow. The place? New York Harbor. All of you are boarding the SS Elizabeth. A continental ship that is going to take you from the harbor of New York to the harbor of London. All of you are going for your own various reasons, some for pleasure, some for business, but it's supposed to be a nice, relaxing, enjoyable cruise on the maiden voyage of this wonderfully large, beautiful ship which has all of the first-class technological advances of the time, all of the comfort aboard it, and many illustrious and illuminary guests are going to be staying aboard it. The name's spoken for an iceberg. <laughs> continental. He said continental. Oh, okay. And that was several years ago, I think. Okay. Yes, this ship is supposed to be unsinkable. Yeah. The Elizabeth. Oh, it's the Elizabeth, not the continental. Oh, good. There's an iceberg in our future. Not necessarily. Now... Let's start with an introduction of the characters and tell me, why are you traveling to London? Who would like to go first? No, no, <laughs> we should go in order to not get confused. Alright, then Nick. Uh, I am playing Jonathan Wentworth, a uh, 
former veteran of the Civil War, who is or now... Or aggression. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> who is now a retired uh, lawyer and uh, doctor of law from Yale, uh, quite far from his original southern roots. He is traveling to London in order to meet up with his colleague... Dr. Hillshire, where they will then travel down to... And make meats. <laughs> they will then travel down to uh, Lisbon and then on to Rome. So that way they can enjoy the nice weather there for all their various aches and pains of old age. Alright. That is Jonathan Wentworth. Now then, Mike, who are you playing? Albert Nicholas Kennison. Hey. Um, a uh, young man of New England, educated in Harvard and Oxford in English, served in the uh, Great War with the American forces, uh, now fancies himself a poet in the newer tradition of uh, uh, speaking on the particularly bleak nature of uh, what society and civilization have become. And upon the invitation of uh, some fellows in his circle, he has decided to adjourn to London, possibly permanently, as it has been some years since he has toured again the corrupt and destroyed fields of Europe. All right, Sean. I am playing Dr. Samuel Longfeather, who was uh, born in uh, the rather southern portion of uh, Florida with the on the Seminole Reservation, which I'm not sure if it's still there at that point or not, but purposes, he was born in the Seminoles, and he is, uh, you know, his grandfather was an escaped slave, and he eventually you know, found his way into school, and he's heading to uh, London as a doctor of medicine to attend a conference there. All right. Now, Shane. I'm Dr. Robert Wei, um, Chinese scholar who's been selling out his culture at a profit. Um, he's selling scrolls and things. Yeah, you know. Uh, he's, he's a purveyor of rare books. He's traveling to London because he has heard there are several manuscripts there that may be of value that he is thinking about trading for. And he also sells mogwies. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and Zuri. I'm playing Madame Moira, world traveler, famous occultist, psychic medium, uh occult advisor to the wealthy of the states and I'm choosing to branch out to bring my the word of the spirits to Europe and beyond. Okay. So, this motley crew of characters you've all boarded the great Elizabeth. You've waved at the pier to friends, lovers, family members, hangers-ons, and the like, who have seen you off, and with the great sound of its steam engines going, its fog horns blowing, the ship has crested off the cold, cold, bleary Atlantic. All of you have stowed your packages. You're all first class, though some of you have certain messages waiting for you inside your cabins as you arrive. For you, Dr. Longfeather, a man by the name of Dr. Blake has 
been the one who secured your passage in the first class, despite the fact that you are, in fact, a Negro and half Indian as well. Someone has made it quite easier for you in this much more racist time to attend this, and this fellow, Dr. Blake, would very much like to speak with you at your earliest convenience. Meanwhile, Madam Moira, you have a card waiting for you from Zarbo the Mystic. Now, you've heard of Zarbo. He's one of your top competitors, <clears throat> as he himself is supposed to be a psychic medium and great occultist, but he's much more of the stage variety, too, along the likes of Harry Houdini as well. And he would like to speak with you. <clears throat> see. Who else here has messages for them? A Mr. and Mrs. Thornton have said they would like to speak with you, <clears throat> Mr. Wentworth, at your earliest convenience. And a young man named Jack has asked for you to speak with him, Mr. Kinnison. And Officer Armstrong has asked to see you, Dr. Way. These are all messages which have been left in your various cabins and the like. Make sure to don my poisoned ring to meet the good. <laughs> <laughs> no poison ring. No villainy. Your accommodations are quite luxurious. You all have your own private rooms with bed, with dresser, with private bathroom as well, and bathing facility. You do not know how. Shoo! Excuse me there. You do not know how those in the lower decks are faring. Obviously, they're probably not faring as comfortably as all of you are. However, there is a large continental lunch which is being served right now in the galley. And you're pretty sure all of your various contacts and those who are to be seen and wish to be seen or make contacts and alliances or talk with others will most likely be there. In other words, most likely you should head towards the galley of the ship where continental lunch is being served. The places of interest on the ship, for future reference, you have the galley, engineering, first class quarters, subclass quarters, That's just supposed to represent all of the progressively worse and worse and worse quarters. Luggage storage. That's above the lowest class, though. Crew quarters. The back deck. That's just where the shop Everyone a good game of shuffleboard. And the navigation room. Yeah, I suppose 1920s. Shuffleboard's an exciting game at this point. 
because of a one. It's the jazz and liquor. Thank hey, you. Now we're running national waters. Oh, that's awesome. No longer subject to the Puritan morals prevailing. There's a flapper girl on the uh, yeah, <laughs> right up in the corner. Sure, yeah. That's how you know it's the 20s. Yeah, it's great. The deuce. In locations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So don't you uh, did not notice that striking figure of a representation? Oh, I, shouldn't. I, I certainly noticed that. I just hadn't thought that the about box that it. says head obscures his face, otherwise, you'd go quite mad. Oh, whatever. Now, as all of you uh, make your way to this galley area, as it's mid afternoon and you've been out at sea for a couple hours now, given time to settle in and the like, no longer is land in distant sight at all. The clear, deep blue washers lapping at the ship. The sky, which is a stark white overhead. The galley itself, with a first-class galley where you're at, several long tables here and there, several circular tables, nice white cloths over them, hardwood floor. There's an inlet area up where there is a stage, and there is a live band which is currently playing. It's some very soft almost uh, jazzish sounding music that's playing at the moment. Not uh, incredibly make you want to dance, sort of make you dance all over the place, but just something very pleasant to listen to while dining. Several chefs and waiters go about putting food down on tables and several people wearing refinery are currently here at the moment. Uh, sitting in various areas. As you are all brought in, strangely, you are all assigned to tables, and all of you are assigned to a table together, as you are all traveling alone. Most of the people here are not traveling alone, so all of you were seated together. Now, some of you have heard of one another through various degrees and the like. Like, some of you have heard you know, of the famous Madame Moira and her occult mediumism. Some of you have heard about the poet Kinzen, or what's his last name? Kinnison, and his stark, bleak poetry of the corruption of civilization. Hmm. Now, those of you who are interested in more obscure things may have heard of Dr. Wade, and the antiques and scrolls he delivers in. And if any of you paid attention or had manners dealing with law, then perhaps Mr. Wentworth's pieces he's written here and there in his retirement may have come to your notice. Dr. Longfeather is the one who sticks out here, much like a sore thumb. And he's quite, quite large. Does the guy like a sore thumb? He's quite large as well. Sixteen, so I imagine it's like six foot six. <laughs> All of you have been seated at a table together by a chef, or by a, a wait staff member, 
And this same waitstaff member looks over all of you wearing his very immaculate black suit with the white shirt underneath, his hands behind his back. Gentlemen, madam. And he kind of just lowers his eyes towards you, Sean, as well, as if he doesn't know why you're here, but isn't saying much about it at the time. As so you know, we will be serving a lobster bisque for lunch. Mm-hmm. It will be up shortly. And we will bring several bottles of wine as well. And with that, he makes his exit, leaving all of you to introduce yourselves to each other. Do you all stare silently? Hello, gentlemen, <laughs> ladies. I'm Dr. Robert Way. Ah, this is my first time on a boat of such refinement. Mr. Way, didn't you have a shop in Boston at one point? I thought I heard one of my friends talking about you. Some uh, curious things he acquired. Well, I make you the point to deal in rare antiquities as far as scripts go. Fortunately, antiquities have a way of running out. There's only so many old things in the world, so I'm going to London to acquire some new ones. Hmm. Yeah, so the other three individuals still seem up in silence. Morris just going to sit there in her in her hat and like gloves and finery and just watch the rest of them. I've never myself gotten into any of that, but I can appreciate an antique here and there. Uh, Serve as reminders before everything in the world started to go all bleak. Yes, because the world was all sunshine and roses the entire time. Certain point to that. It's always a bit of build-up to yet another inevitable collapse. Uh, uh, Kinnison. A. Nicholas Kinnison. Uh, Dr. Longfeather. Mm-hmm. Um... Doctor Medicine's going to be on the uh, the conference I'm heading to. Uh, Old friend invited me to Europe. I might actually be emigrating there. I'm not sure. For all I know, this is my last time seeing the Lady of uh, Liberty or whatever she calls herself. Well, I think she's quite gone now. (laughs) Have you been to Europe before? During the war. Oh, yes, yes. I'll be traveling on eventually to Italy myself with a few other fellows. The weather there is supposed to be better for my health. Mm. I'd imagine. Just mustard gas shot oil for it and so forth. (laughs) Suddenly... An older gentleman, a Negro as well, standing out among the sea of white breadness that A bee in the wasp nest. I have never heard that before. I hope I you just made that up wow. on the spot. Yeah, I hope I never hear it. <laughs> He's wearing a nice off suit, and he has a book 
underneath one of his arms. The book uh, appears to be very old and has a protective sleeve around the outside of it. Is that obscuring the title, I'm assuming? That is obscuring the title. This book doesn't have a title. Everyone give me a uh, perception check. There's a spot hidden. There is. I have that. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. What fun. He should be a different color. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call that a failure. You have to roll equal to your skill or under it. I made under it by quite a bit. Anybody make it? Nope. No. I did. I'm going to call that a failure. No. Okay. You notice there, Dr. Wade, the pages of it are particularly old. In fact, you can tell that it's made from an older material, no less, that appears to be, that went out of a phrase within printing uh, about 200 years ago. It's probably hand-bound, no less. And, well, you would guess its age to be about maybe 200 to 300 years old. Mm. Awesome. And just by the... Uh, and I begin to covet. Coveting! <laughs> he makes his way over, holding the book under his arm, and immediately looks at Dr. Longfeather... And smiles when he sees him. Appears he's a bald man. He appears to be in his later forties and gives a bow. Doctor Longfeather, I presume. Uh, yes, I'm Doctor Blake. Doctor Blake. He reaches out his hand and shakes shakes yours firmly. I'm professor of foreign languages at Miskatonic University. Oh, fine <clears throat> university. Yes, I wanted to say I wanted to meet you myself when I heard that. Uh, one of my own was going to be here on this cruise. Thought it wouldn't be as lonely. That does have that effect at times. The sea and all. Yes, it, it certainly does. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, I've got some friends over at the university who have a bit of pull amongst themselves, and I can exercise their influence to help uh, expediate things here and there. You're on your way for a conference, I hear? Yes. Just received your medical license? Not a year ago, yeah. Well, I think you'll make a fine doctor. Well, thank you. We need more educated young men like you, too. Uh, I'll be around in the area. I'm going to be taking in some dinner in a little while, but I've got some research I have to get. Uh, Excuse me. Very interesting book you have there. Oh, this, he says, he holds up the book, which is still obscured by the protective sleeve around it. This old thing? Yes. Oh, just a old text of mine that I'm going through and trying to do a bit of research on for some classes. Looks quite old. Oh, a couple hundred years from what I understand. Well, I do actually... Old books, oh, this is not for sale. I'm sorry. I wasn't asking. It belongs to the university. Ah. <laughs> well, all right then. In fact, we're uh, bringing it over to have one of our uh, branch offices take a look at it. See if it's got a sister volume to it, no less. Interesting. 
Well, I'll uh, speak to all of you later. Yes, sir. And with that, Dr. Blake gives a little nod and makes his way off towards another table and sits down and pulls out several notebooks and begins to leaf through the book that he's reading at the moment. I had an old friend who went to Arkham. It wasn't that far from where I grew up, but uh, never went to the university myself. I was at Harvard. Father put me in there. Went hard myself, too. Hmm. The boys, uh, the Entering the galley, sure that there's quite a collection of the universe. Yes, hold quiet. Everyone roll listen for me. I made it by a lot. Yes, roll real high. Those who, what? If you who rolled it hear suddenly uh, whispering off towards one of the entryways into the room, and I won't have you delanting around, whoring yourself off. This very, uh, like, young man but very authoritarian voice says, I'm not going to, Zane, don't worry. <clears throat> A much younger voice says... As the voice is directed, you look over and you see a refined-looking bald man, and he's holding the arm of this young-looking woman with red hair, and he's looking, like, quite angry at her, like he wants to punch her in the face, no less. <laughs> Perhaps he's going to save that for later. <laughs> Possible. Uh, I'll trust you to behave yourself while you're here. With that, Mr. Zane, as his name is, walks away. The young woman, looking very sad and alone, with red hair and young, begins to wander through the room. When suddenly, sneaking around a corner, another young man with blonde hair and very, very pretty, wearing a pauper's clothes, which have been brushed up slightly, comes up and grabs her hands. Liz, Jack, she says as she holds his hand, and the two embrace, and then sneak off towards the table together. Before suddenly, the horrid decadence of a dying civilization, in which arranged marriages and class warfare still matter to some people, but nothing, nothing shall ever be more important than the flow of testosterone and estrogen. <laughs> you never saw that yeah, movie. Yeah, you don't get to know. <laughs> You're missing it quite well. Don't worry. It's funny to people. Liz leads. <laughs> Liz and Jack head over towards the table together. And Jack gives her, like, wait a minute. And with pluck and a smile on his face, comes running over towards the table and immediately focus on Kinzen. You're him, aren't you? Um... Ah, uh, you'd be the gentleman who left me. I'm up. Jack. You're Mr. Kinnison. Uh, yes. Listen, Jack, I'm just a poor boy, a poor artist, making his way across the sea right now, and I've really, really fallen for this girl over there, but she's got this guy she's supposed to marry, who I don't think he's very nice to her. Uh, I, I want you to write a poem for me for her. 
I want to convince her to run away with me when we get to London. I'll make our living as an artist. <laughs> no, no, I'm really at this point, all I can hope for is that one of the two people trying to date this girl is a deep one. And additionally, that if not, that the artist starts having visions halfway through and carves her blood on a wall or something. I'm hoping. I'm hoping we go there. Anyhow, continue, Gary. You're not that familiar with my work, so are you? I just know you're a famous poet. Well, I'm sure you could... He looks up at you with that beautiful face, which hasn't won an Oscar yet. (laughs) 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 But as if going for that, please give me an Oscar. Okay, I think I know this now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Maybe party. Maybe Scorsese will put me in some more film. Anyways, getting off camera. But as he looks up at you with that hope and says, Please, will you do it, sir? I'll make it worth your while. Deny a young boy's love, could you? You know, the way you say that. Wait a minute. phrase. You're that Madame Moira, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. Is it in the cards? Just a moment. Just a moment. That's not my kind of poetry. I'm getting... I feel there is no spiritual force stronger than that of love. And you and your destined will be together. He takes your hand, gripping it then tightly with his, you know, artist fingers, which have had to work to make his way here and there. Then he looks back at Mr. Kinnison. I... Could you just give me some pointers later? I... I suppose I... Throw me a bone here! (laughs) I'll be able to... I will try and help. I'll make it worth your while. He takes a biscuit from the table, takes a bite out of it, and then runs off back to Liz. (laughs) Well, I did study Oxford and Harvard. I do know... Theoretically, how one writes. Oh, just say it something that you heard once upon a time. It is such the noble cause, sir. He doesn't seem that bright. Well, I'm not just going to plagiarize the bard. Does his table not have biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> Force of habit, I'm sure. I don't think he gets the first class table. Uh, well, he's kind of. But they're only biscuits. He's here until they throw him out. Like. Ah, well. I don't know. Hope. <laughs> okay, I won't say that in character. Never mind. As I was really well, hopefully they'll be confused because all the black people. Faceless <laughs> 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 joke number. I don't know how many so far. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm sorry. It's the fact that the age this is set in, the tasteless jokes have just gone through the roof. Even and, in yeah. character creation. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's very easy to go down that path. And, we're and we were taking it seriously, but we realized that taking it seriously is um. As an out of character note here for those listening, the 1920s were an era of horrible sexism and prejudice in many ways as well, and we as gamers do in fact recognize this. Yes. I, in fact, am a social psychologist who tries to combat this very thing. However, by making jokes about it, making light of it here and there, it it helps to take away from the... We're not here to emulate uh, the horrible realities of that right now. Mm -hmm. 
but we'll make light of it and point it out as yes. if not to just completely ignore it here. Because some period of yeah. scientific racism, no less. But <laughs> you generally thought so it was forth. science. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, with that, a man who is wearing a turban and a nice suit. He's evil. There's a blue jewel in oh, his I, turban. Oh, I'm assuming I readily recognize him. You recognize him right away. This is Zarbo the Mystic. Fortune teller and magician who understands the mysterious ways of the Orient <laughs> makes his way over to the table. He makes his way up and he goes, I'm getting a vision, a premonition. Yes, yes, I feel it. I feel the psychic connection. I feel it. As he reaches forward, his hand slowly going towards Moira's face going around and not touching, and then suddenly pulling back a business guard. Madam Moira. Yes, this is yours, is it not? Yes, you are indeed, Madam Moira. I could not fathom it beyond the mere psychic connection that we had. I bow to meeting an esteemed colleague of the spirit ways. I didn't expect to see you on this boat. I did not expect to see you on this boat either. However, I am simply here to let you know now that tomorrow evening I shall be holding a seance for a member of the British aristocracy. Yes, yes, <clears throat> Lady Wilhelm has asked me to contact her long-dead husband for only a modest sum. I'm just here to let you know, as one professional to another, that I have things in hand. I respect your ways, but I believe that if you were to interfere, the psychic coalescence of our auras may interfere in a static way and cause certain difficulties to arise. Well, I'll be certain to make sure that my psychic intuitions don't possibly, possibly interfere with any of the contact that you are attempting to make with the spirit world. Ah, I see we have come to an understanding then. Totally right. <laughs> are any of the rest of you saying anything? No, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm holding my tongue and I'm drinking my tea, <laughs> eating my biscuit. And part of me going, I predict an ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> Psychic fight. Very well. And by the way, all of you, if you have any questions regarding the ways of the spirit world or wish to get in contact with any of your dead relatives, simply ask me. I, Zarbo the Mystic, know all. He puts his hand over one of the cups, turns his hand like this, then reaches out and pulls out several business cards. And then flicks them all expertly to you. They have business cards back there? Yes. Yes, yes. they did. Actually, he does a like cards, fancy bow and then makes his way off towards another set of tables. You know, <coughs> back in my day, a man like that would be sent to the field to fertilize the crops with his words rather than spew them upon our ears. <laughs> <coughs> I see enough ghosts as it is. Well, you probably see more than he does. Mm. Most likely, the man has a reputation for being somewhat false in his claims. But uh, you're in the uh, <coughs> same field, as it were? Oh, yes, quite. 
I actually come from a family of well-known psychics. Huh. <coughs> really? Yes. Well, it should be known that a fool with money is easily parted, and if you are able to do it, well, good for you. Still, I'm going to save his card. You can't possibly tell me that there are just those things in the world that cannot be explained in your books and your sciences. Well, everything has an explanation. Whether or not we found it is just a matter of time. Such as the human capacity for self-destruction. Mm. Self-delusion, too, but... Mm. With that, a portly man wearing a black cowboy hat with the Texas steer uh, tie thing, bolo tie, his hands in his belt loops, wearing very expensive, you know, clothes, but they're very, very much uh, Texan cowboy, and a portly woman who is crammed into a latest Paris fashion, which looks like she, it's been straining a bit under her girth, speaking of self-delusion, begin to meander their way, helm with his leather cowboy boots, just clicking on the uh, surface, looking very much out of place, begin to make their way towards the table. What are them Waitley boys going to do now? (laughs) They make their way towards the table and immediately seize upon uh, Wentworth there. You're uh, Mr. Wentworth there, aren't you? Yes, yes I am. Are you... I'm Bud Thornton and this is my wife, Mina Thornton. As I wheel myself, my chair over enough so I can reach out and take their hands and... He shakes your hand with a hearty <laughs> Texas grip. Oh, you're a hero of the War of Northern Aggression, aren't you? I I was an officer in that great war, yes. And not only that, you're a Harvard scholar too, right? I did make my way in this world. Oh, he's a former lawyer there, bud. That's what I heard. Right, that's why we heard when we came right. aboard we wanted to talk to you. See... I'm Bud Thornton, as I said before, Thornton Oil Industries. Oh, yes, yes, I've heard that you're getting quite... Discovered oil on our land, and now we're rich as can be, Nina Thornton says, quite excitedly. <clears throat> Only problem is, we've got some uh, problems trying to make our claim in the local <clears throat> country clubs of the area. Why, they're saying we don't have enough money to get in. We have more than enough money to get ourselves any of the fancy shindigs that are going on. We think they're just trying to keep us out because they don't like us because we're Texans. Well, you know that... What a tragedy and an apocryphal happening. Damn right it's an whatever you just said (laughs) happening. (laughs) It is unfortunate that in this time... People are not able to do what normal people say they should, given the prejudices and other means by which the prejudices they are kept just down. ain't right. <laughs> 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 
simply not liking us because we don't talk the way they do. Or look the way they do. Huh. My money bought with Fred Lady's Paris fashion. I don't see all them in it. Well, that's because they don't have as much money as us, sweetheart, because they don't have that black gold sitting underneath their land. It is a most unfair system, but unfortunately it is within the law as it stands now, Mr. and Mrs. Thornton. Now you're saying there ain't any way that we can finagle some legal way? Why? This is what I want to do then. I had a plan B. there there might be some... What about I start my own country club? That's... I got more money than Jesus. That would be the way to go, I feel. (laughs) Jesus was a carpenter. And then you were able to... Right, and my butt had more money than him. Then that would be a way... I'm going to go use the restroom. (laughs) 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 You just said that if you cannot beat someone at their... If you cannot join someone at their game, that you should beat them and... Perhaps that is the best way to go, Mr. Thornton. Well, I've never been one for numbers, so I was thinking, maybe later I can stop by with some documents, and maybe you can help us invest and set up this venture. I'll make it worth your while. I would certainly be interested in helping you as much as I can, though I will not be in the country for very long. If I cannot help you today, I can certainly recommend somebody who can once you get back to your great state of Texas. What would you say? Well, all right, sir. I like that very much. I'll let you get back to talking with your friends here, and you just come and see us whenever you got the time, or we'll come see you later on. Yes, perhaps. It was very nice meeting you, Mr. Wentworth. It was a pleasure to meet you too, as well. Meander back once you start leaving. A hero and a scholar all at once. (laughs) And with that, the two of them make their way over to the same table that Jack and Liz are sitting at. That table suffers from extreme brain drain. Now, now, fortune smiles upon everybody in different ways. True enough. For instance, English is not my first language. (laughs) I was able to tune a lot of that. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's certainly a blessing. So, hero of the war of northern aggression, huh? Yes, I was in fact drafted, at, or I volunteered at a very young age, and spent the last few years fighting for the cause. Though once it was all said and done, of course acclimated myself to the new system and made my way north amongst those who I had once fought against and became a great man of society as it were. But I'm sure you know how that goes. To find those which you tenants which people put upon you. Oh most certainly. One cannot be limited by what what goes around them. Think of them. Besides it's been many, many years since that time, and I was young and perhaps a bit foolish then. But that was the way of things. There's nothing that can be done about it now. <sighs> Interesting. Many who know a great deal about history tend to say that we should learn from it or it repeats itself. And instead, I seem to just take advantage of the fact it's quite repetitious. 
I well, have sensed that perhaps we are entering a new and more prosperous period for our country. Perhaps the utopia we've all sought is merely on the horizon. That could very well be. New advances are made every day. New things found, money made. New ways to kill, new ways to destroy ourselves. Speaking of ways to destroy oneself, <clears throat> a voice says, as suddenly a very portly man who's wearing all blue and has a gun holstered at his side and has a badge on the little hat to show that he is a member of the crew. I'm Officer Armstrong, the law keeper here aboard this vessel. <clears throat> he has two rather dopey looking men, also in blue, behind him who are wearing guns at their side. These are my deputies, Thomas and Reynolds. I've heard about you, Dr. Wei. <clears throat> and I don't trust Chinamen. I'll make that pure and simple. Ah. I know how the Yellow Menace can come aboard and corrupt things from the inside. So, what is it you would have me do? I'm just letting you know I'm here watching you. Good to know. I'm watching you too. I don't know how you got aboard here either, he says, pointing to uh, Dr. Longfeather. Yes, well, I'm expecting there's a lot of things you don't know. <laughs> he narrows his eyes, looking a little upset, and says, Just remember who's carrying the gun around here. With that, the man and his two deputies who snicker and smile rather dumbly and leer at you, make their way off towards a sort of raised central stage area as if waiting for something now. Last time I went on to London I took a British ship and have so many of these problems. There was nothing but polite people there. That kind of behavior is entirely uncommon for well, unfortunately, our own culture is not quite as refined as those overseas. We are still a young society. And though our... What's this voice? Keep picturing Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I can't do a really old man voice. Oh, so. it's awesome, though. I, I like this guy. And though our... We may have the same prejudices they do, ours still run very close to the surface. One should know when not to put one's foot in the mouth. In the wrong company. It's a time and a place. Well, the spirit world knows no skin color. Yes, I suppose everyone's white wearing their sheets. <laughs> so those kind of ghosts. <laughs> well, some of the other people that stand out here, you see a priest, obviously of the Catholic tradition, who appears to be older, short and stocky. Balding. You hear tell that his name is Father Taggart, and traveling with him is a nun who is rather young and comely looking by the name of Sister Lopez, who's wearing the concealing robes of a Catholic nun as well. And there is a fat, jowly man with spectacles whose name is Dr. Cobble, who has a younger woman with him that is his wife. <coughs> There is a British aristocracy. Remember the British aristocracy? A woman with long brown hair wearing fine, 
thing by the name of Lady Wilhelm, who's sitting at Zarbo's table. And Zarbo is holding her palm with one hand and has a spoon against his forehead with the other. <laughs> That's what I was telling him. Hmm. Possible mystical three-eyed hermaphrodites of uh, ancient India. Mm. And Mr. Zane, the bald-headed mean man, returns, and the <clears throat> Mr. and Mrs. Thornton, like, hit Jack real quick. And Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack runs off and jumps over the rail. And makes himself hidden. <laughs> In the ocean. <laughs> and Liz, he seems much more depressed as Mr. Zane comes by and nearly yanks her up by her hair, grabbing her by the shoulder and bidding her to come and sit next to the aristocracy individual and <clears throat> Zarbo the mystic. <laughs> <clears throat> But international waters. They're an interesting place. <laughs> and with that, several officers of the ship make their way in as well. The man who is obviously the captain, in his late fifties, gray hair, hair looks like he's played by Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Very refined. Makes his way, and he's followed by a younger Italian man who looks like a young Al Pacino, has a mole on his face and stubble, and a very large Hispanic man who's wearing the striped shirt of the sailor but has an officer's cap on as well. Makes his way up. The captain I takes still arguing about what to have for dinner. A small microphone says um, Welcome. Welcome, yes. Welcome aboard the SS Elizabeth. I am your captain, Nathaniel Harper. And I would just like to bid you all a good evening. This is my first mate, Horatio. And making sure the ship is sailing smoothly in engineering, Fernando here. If anything gets out of hand or anyone accosts you, simply talk to Officer Armstrong and everything will be handled. I was about to ask the same question, actually. I will be around to answer questions and to speak with all of you, but the weather report has let me know we're due for clear skies all the way to London. And our ladder is stocked, and we have the best chefs here of North America or Europe. We're in for quite a pleasant cruise. Now, boys, play us something festive. He says as he claps his hands, and the band immediately launches into a performance. And with that, a few people get up and start dancing, and people begin to go about and schmooze and talk to one another. Uh, everyone give me a spot hidden check as well. Huzzah! It's skill that I don't have. Wait, uh, where? You're old. Nope. Yep. <laughs> okay, who made it? Just you? That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> he is quite perceptive. <laughs> I'm evil. 
One must always keep. And everybody else can give me a listen check as well. Those I'm good at. Okay. That I made. Yep. Made that, I, that I didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't hear very well. You hear nothing. Sense. You see nothing. You hear nothing. I do. 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 I and goes around a corner where Jack seems to be calling for her, and they run off together. And you also notice that Dr. Blake looks around like this when he makes sure almost no one is paying attention to him. There's book underneath his arm and starts to make his way out of the uh, area as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not inscrutably evil. I just and like you notice that Doctor Cobble. You notice that Doctor Cobble seems to be paying particularly close attention to uh, Doctor Blake, mm. raising his eyebrow. The fat, jolly man does. Mm, I keep watching. Not and for the most part, now. Is our lobster here yet? Yes, oh, your yeah. lobster oh, has arrived. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> has the China man turned into a lolcat? <laughs> no, that's an entirely different site, apparently. Where they just draw mouths on things and underscore phrase to oh no no it's various stuff like you know somebody putting your hand in a mailbox and has a face on your teeth says oh no no. <laughs> yeah, it's its own kind of home. Anyway, my, my interest is on uh, Lady, Lady, Lady Wilhelm and the Zane that's talking to her. Okay. That's what catches my attention. All right, what about the rest of you? Are you going to be paying attention to anyone, trying to do anything, or going anywhere? She's going to be watching Wilhelm and Zarbo the Mystic. Yeah, if I can get Zarbo away from her for five minutes. I shall keep an eye on these doctors for the moment. I don't want to alert the other one to the one watching him, because uh, he'll be like, you're just trying to trick me and steal my book, and I'll be like, that's not true. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just a peek. Okay. What do you, what about you? I suppose I'll just kind of hang to the back of the room and stay away from all these very odd people. Okay. I should not so much try and compose anything, just try and recall various uh, sonnets that I was taught at some point. Alright. I will sit at the table, sipping my wine, and otherwise not deciding to try and roll myself around this giant room. <laughs> but it's a boat! It's fun! Because <laughs> we're <laughs> <laughs> You now, you're not actually wheelchair-bound, right? You just no. do it because you're old? But I put one in because I'm old. Yeah. Because I, I walk at the pace of turtles passing me up. <laughs> what did you get for being in a wheelchair on a boat? Well, that's okay, a okay, boat. Give great. You a... Well, let me see. You just spoke. You don't hit the deck. <laughs> Roll luck. Is there luck? No. Yes, there is luck. There is luck. There is luck. luck. He just no. needs to roll luck every no. time he wants you're to. You're as lucky as you were saying at the beginning. 
luck, no, and idea. Mm-hmm. I'm also saying than you. I'm pretty good at saying. <laughs> well, that'll drop soon enough. <coughs> We're working on it. Okay, I'm not the least sane person. That'd be chill. Who's the least sane? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's so Joe. But Joe's not the least sane. What's your sanity? My sanity the is 60. the 60. Yeah. I'm the least sane? Well, you're the crappy old Chinese man. You're a man too. What? Do you have no. a man too? No. I don't. Did anyone wear those? Or what? what? Yeah. Fu Manchu. Was it actually worn by anyone? Six wore that crap. Uh, yeah, it's worn by people. Yeah. Okay. Oh. It was not it like was the not. It's not like the queue which was enforced. Because uh-huh. if you you know we're actually Chinese right now, you'd have a queue. Mm. Give me an idea roll there. Uh, what do you roll for idea? You should have. Do you have idea? That's still percentile, right? Yes, it's all percentile. You have that an idea. Yeah, I need Okay. Watching Sarbo uh, and Wilhelm, you get the idea that Wilhelm honestly believes what Zarbo is telling her, that he can indeed contact the other side. And you can tell that she's very much looking forward to this... Uh, Seance oh, that he's going to be holding tomorrow night. <laughs> but but for the most part, um, Doctor Cobble just watches Blake leave and then returns to his attention. And later on, uh, he Doctor Cobble just watches Doctor Blake leave and then goes back to his conversation. And then uh, Dr. Cobble and his wife sit down with Father McTaggart and Sister Lopez and seem to have a conversation as well. Dr. Blakely is left. Yes. I think I may go try to track him down since he left the room. Try to follow. Are you going to try to follow sneakily? No. You're just going to try to follow him? He's going to Uh, yeah. Are we going to have a Scooby-Doo trace between the... uh, the other doctor and the Chinaman who follows the ships. Alright, so as you begin to follow him, you start <coughs> Unless to Unless I see something really unusual that I might need. Walk, uh, he's, he walks through some of the halls, keeping his boat close to him, makes his way out of the galley, and seems to be heading towards the quarters. What was the name of the doctor? Doctor. Dr. Cobble. Okay. Quick, look for something heavy you can use to club him and steal his book. I don't need to do that. I have my As he's walking through the you know Kung Fu? hallway of the of the quarters <laughs> as well, he whirls. Then suddenly turns and looks at you. Hello, Doctor. Why are you following me? I'm following you because I noticed someone noticing you, and I wish to inform you of it. Someone noticed me. You seem to have been acting a little paranoid, but beyond that. I make it my job to be quite attentive, and Dr. Cobble seemed to have been staring at you for quite a while from his table. I'd be staring at your book because it's old. (laughs) Hmm. I'll have to keep that in mind. Is there something else you wanted? No, that was all. All right, well, I've got to take care of some things before the morning comes, so I'm retiring now. All right. 
With that, he watches you as he enters his uh, room and closes the door behind him. No, I know where his room is. <laughs> yes, you do. Wonder back. Uh, with that, if none of you are doing anything else, the night passes. I will follow, try and, uh, as he did, I'm going to try and find out where the lady's room is. Oh, but where yeah, Lady Wilhelm's Lady is? Lady Wilhelm's room is. Alright, um, give me... Is there a socialized uh, skill? Uh, oh, there's fast talk. There is fast Wait a talk, minute. which I do have. Oh, write me some poetry so I can leave it artfully at the scenes of the crime. <laughs> Well, we know who did I this. I think you all have a very... Well, I'm not that kind of poet. Please, leave me alone. So you just give me a fast fox roll, then? I think you want somebody who works for Hallmark. <laughs> all right. But it's evil. After managing to ask around some of the staff and uh, yeah, being able to bamboozle them that you can help, you have something very important to tell her. I just dazzle them with my charm. They give up the room that she herself is, in fact, staying in. Okay, so you now know the number. Okay. Anyone else before um, I, I suppose at some point I may I will make a an attempt to uh, be in a public place and perhaps talk to Mr. and Mrs. Thornton again and take a look at whatever that they had going on. Alright, so that evening you meet with the Thorntons and start to help them out a bit with the legal <laughs> tender and ways of planning their own country club. That's got stacks of money, but I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's seven stacks. Yeah, so, big loan, big house, golf course, and anyone uh, else? Rifles. <laughs> and if um, Longhorn, if I happen to run into um, Jack at any time in the evening, I will have some strange monstrosity cobbled together out of two or three uh, Francis Bacon and uh, Walter Crumley <laughs> sonnets. You don't run in it unless you go out of your way to look for him. If you're just going to be like, stick to the galley and no. the top quarters, you won't really run into him. I said someone who's not a poet. So, well, no, Bacon's a poet. Oh, it's supposed to be No. Is there any other plans? I have one other plan if I have time for that. Okay, any... Mm. Alright, what was your plan going to be? I want to go and talk to um, Officer Armstrong. Alright, so as the evening advances, you manage to find Officer Armstrong standing, trying to look imposing in the galley with no one else around. And you're just going to walk up and approach him. Yes. There's two deputies behind him, Thomas and Reynolds. I'm going to pose And I'm going to act with my most prim and proper, you know, 1920s femaleness. Say, Officer. I have some concerns about um, one of the uh, people on board the ship. I'm concerned that he may be up to some unsavory legal dealings. Unsavory legal dealings now, Miss Myra. Yes. And what exactly would you be referring to? Um... I would be referring to the mystic on board. I've had dealings with him in the past, and he does have somewhat of a reputation for being untrustworthy. Roll your credit rating. Find it. 
Oh. Just about like ten. <laughs> right, and so I'm supposed to trust the word of one charlatan shyster over another. Can I roll fast talk? You have persuade. I don't have persuade. I have fast talk. You could try, but now you're gonna have a. He's gonna have a bonus to resisting. Okay. You. So. I'll still try it. Speak quickly. <laughs> oh. I need it, but. Barely. A, what are you trying to tell him through that? What are you trying to say? Uh, I would prefer that uh, I could gain his trust over the other mystic. Even though my, even though I wasn't able to make my. Um, well, the fast talk role is more supposed to represent quickly getting information out of someone or getting them mm-hmm. trust you. Confusing them very quickly. You confuse them quickly enough. Well, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Hey there, I gotta check so the plan here in the room. You gotta get out of the way, otherwise the whole thing's gonna flood. Well, the whole th- the whole point is is that <laughs> because I failed my. Because I failed my credit thing, he's automatically put on the defensive. I'm trying to quickly move it back into my favor, as opposed to. That song probably wouldn't be on that. Yeah, that. that's persuading. Uh-huh. Trying to make okay. trying to change his last bit. All right, <clears throat> that's fine. I can cope with that. You can try again later, but right now it seems like he's more like you're just trying to oust a rival. That's all this is. <laughs> yeah. He sees through your frail little facade. If I have need of any reason to talk to the spirits, Miss Moira, I'll be sure to contact you instead of Zarbo over there. <laughs> Bulls his eyes, puts his hands on his hips. <clears throat> okay. So, everyone, take your pow, times it by five. So, luck. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that what your luck is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And for Sam, right now. Yep. Actually, wait. That's a better idea. Mm-hmm. Well, Roll your sanity. Well, just told us anyways. No, your luck and sanity are different. No, they're not. The sort of they start, they start off, off the, the same. same number. Because they're both half times five. Yep. Right. I made it. Uh, I succeed. Which power represents? Well, I rolled a nine four. <laughs> so, uh, like, what power? They really are bad. You had that night. Woohoo! Who failed their sanity roll? Anyone? <laughs> this Chinese man. Crazy! <laughs> 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 All right. That night. You have horrible <laughs> nightmares. You dream of being on the ship. All of the lights on the ship are off. You're making your way through the tunnels. Clouds overhead obscure the moon from sight. The fog horn blows, and you hear the sound of dripping. Dripping, dripping, dripping. And then you hear the sound of squelching. Something squelching in and out of something else. (laughs) And as you move closer and closer to this squelching, wet, dripping noise, you round the corner and see a body on a table. Its innards have been spilled open its intestines laying all around it and two figures are hunched over 
a male and a female, and are rutting on top of the corpse. Blood dripping from where their bodies connect. They're both robed, and they look over towards you and say, It's coming. And with that, you wake up screaming. And lose. A point of sanity. Only one. That's not too bad. Blue chip. I got a few left. (laughs) The rest of you have sleep that's not comfortable. But nothing that would pretty much totally horrify you. And as you're all getting up, suddenly you, everyone give me listen rolls. Oh no. Oh, I, Ooh, hooray, oh, I made it! I, made it. I totally made I it. I actually made it. They're all like 12. 12. <laughs> yeah, better than I do. I have 15. Yay! Woo! All of you hear what appears to be a scream and then a commotion and people running about. I will head towards the sound of the noise. So will I. Similarly. Someone might be dead. Need to talk to them. <laughs> and you all make your way. I will slowly but surely at some point eventually get out. Feel that way. <laughs> I have to get out of bed. That takes about ten minutes. Is it Kane? This is basically you're out of bed, you polish up, that sort of thing. <coughs> As everyone comes, you see a group of people crowded together. Right, 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 right. And as you make your way forward, in the middle of the galley, on one of the tables, is the body of Mr. Zane. His torso has been completely sliced open. His organs are spilled all over the table, just like in the way your dream was. (laughs) Everyone, roll sanity. Oh, shit. Woo-hoo. Made it. Made it. Nope. <laughs> 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 Send me a slippery slope there. Now. Yeah. All right, what you happens? rolled a 98. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Those of you who failed it, it was a point of sanity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who's coming? Don't worry, guys. Always You're stop. all going to survive this. <laughs> But that's how it always starts. Very I might small. be feeling ravenous by the time this is done. <laughs> uh, did anyone else not make it? All of you are, of course, disturbed by the sight. And there appears to be strange symbols written in the blood here and there. Yes? I have a cult. I'm a occult as well. <laughs> All of you, okay, if you have a cult, you're going to need to take time to, like, study it. But I'll let you get a cursory, like, can I recognize that sort of thing, and roll it. All right. I made it. Oh, I made it. Yes. Oh, yes. Let's see if I can get my, you know, basical. Does anybody know any foreign languages here? I know Chinese. (laughs) What is known? I know Latin. I know Latin as well, as well as uh, Seminole. French. I can speak to people that are alive. 
the language it appears to be written in is Latin. There appears to be symbols and there's bits of Latin even there, but it's kind of... And you can tell that this is, in fact, the cursory... You can tell that it, it is some sort of ritualistic fashion the blood has been uh, put in. That's, But currently, Dr. Cobble is standing like this, his fat, rotund body over it, his hand going to his turkey neck and kind of pawing at his jaws as if looking over it. Officer Armstrong is just looking. All right, people, nothing to see here. Well, that's a we'll damn get lie. this cleaned up in a moment. What was that, sir? Well, saying that there's nothing to see here seems rather inaccurate. Yes, what happened here was a murder, you know, people start saying. Lady Wilhelm seems to look on, and she seems quite shocked, looking at us, oh, Mr. Zane! Why did this happen to Mr. Zane? Zarbo the mystic turns towards us, Now, now, my dear, do not let this trouble you. You cannot let the negative energy come forward towards you. And <clears throat> we will try to contact his spirit tonight as well. But the seance must go on. He seems completely unfazed by this body as well, and seems to be more trying to use this to cash in on the fact. Alright. We last left off. The body of Mr. Zane is splayed out on the table. His He's been dissected, it appears. His organs are splayed out. His blood has, strained, has been written with strange symbols. And everyone is aghast. <clears throat> Dr. Cobble is looking over. Professor Blake clutches his book and looks on, looking somewhat worried. Zarbo the mystic tries to reassure Lady Wilhelm. And Bud and Mina Thornton just look positively aghast. <clears throat> Father Taggart, along with Sister Lopez, are nearby. Father Taggart begins giving last rites. <clears throat> and Liz looks on, a strange expression of just shock and surprise on her face. Two questions. Yes. One, what's the um, condition of his face and the expression on his face? Of the body. He appears quite horrified. His face locked in a rictus of pure horror. Okay. And then my only other thing would be uh, my character is going to quite loudly uh, stand up, point at the at the officer, mm-hmm. and say, "I told you last evening that there were unsavory people on this ship. What do you plan on doing to ensure the safety of the rest of the passengers?" <laughs> officer Armstrong looks positively befuddled and surprised as he hooks his thumbs into his pants and looks down, then up again, and coughs. <clears throat> well, I'll just assure you right here, ma'am, that uh. We're going to make sure that everyone here aboard the ship is quite safe, thank you. And, um, yes. <clears throat> I as well felt a psychic disturbance, Sarbo suddenly <laughs> says. Too late. Nice job, dude. <laughs> now, this is a ship, so the murderer cannot get off the ship. 
They are trapped aboard here. With all of us. Yes, he does have a point. So, all you can assure us is that there is, in fact, a murderer at large. Are you going to sit around and just wait for another of us to turn up dead before you do something? I've got a pretty good idea I kn- who I know probably did this. <laughs> That's just funny. I know who he's thinking. <laughs> in, in a certain kind of order. <laughs> we'll be uh, conducting investigations and interviews and the like, and we'll get to the bottom of this. Till then, I suggest the rest of you possibly head towards the back deck or one of the other smaller galleys and waits for things to be cleaned up here before we serve breakfast. I assume you'll actually, you know, examine the crime scene before you clean it up. That's uh, what we are going to do, yes. <laughs> so, um, move along. He says he waves his arms like this. <laughs> Perhaps you should have someone who understands the Latin to decipher what's written <clears throat> in the blood. As I can assume, your education did not extend to the classical tongues. That's why I've asked Dr. Cobble here, says pointing to the fat man, to assist me in these matters. He's educated. And why? <laughs> <laughs> God, that's horrible. <clears throat> yes, well, I just hope that whoever you decide has done this crime will be befitting of whatever testimony you will offer against them. No doubt it will prove illuminating. To the back deck, I guess. Yes. For that, most of the people begin to meander off and make their way towards the back of the deck as Dr. Cobble. Is what it's called. Actually, you're going to set up your camera and wait 20 minutes for a picture development. I might, <laughs> because I'll ask the officer. Do you have a camera? Actually, even though he's afraid of me, I figure I would. I have the money for one. Right now, what? Would you let me go to my luggage and out of the steam trunk get the giant contraption I call a camera? Hey, it's the 1920s. Yeah. Yes. So now it's... Cameras are... You can wear it around your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still like 30 pounds in that bag. Oh, yeah. No, they're not that no, big. Not quite. Dude, this is 1920s. The cameras are like this big now. Actually, they're starting to get pretty good at making small, crappy cameras. It's Japanese. And they don't take they 20 minutes either because... The they only take 20 minutes. They just take, it is yeah. a snap a photo. Mm-hmm. Because that's like 1900. Yeah. Yes, they're so, no longer daguerreotypes. I will... I guess, you know. Because you don't even use flash powder at this point. You actually have flash bulbs on them. I'm assuming assuming Lady Wilhelm is is like locked at the hip with uh, with the psychic guy. Zarbo is, yes, leading her out towards the back deck. (sighs) Officer. He whirls suddenly, looking towards you. And uh, I would expect you to linger here, near the scene of the crime. <laughs> Officer, I have a camera. I was going to offer my services and making sure... Why would we need a camera? For preservation of the evidence. <laughs> he looks over towards Dr. Cobble slowly. 
<laughs> Taking a few photos might be a good idea for when we get to the shore they can be developed and further looked at. I don't know if I uh, trust this unsavory type here. He's my number one suspect. I mean, just look at the strange things that's been written in the blood here. <laughs> it's totally Chinese, man. <laughs> Dr. Cobble kind of sighs. Officer Armstrong, this is Latin, not Chinese. You can tell. It's from South America? Oh, you mean Latin as in Roman. Officer Armstrong, can, can I ask, Dr. Cobble says... Where did you get your commission from? From my daddy. He passed it on to me. He was a uh, officer in the Southern Army. And <laughs> Captain Harper owed him a favor. And I, I went to a couple of years of training. I know how to shoot my gun and investigate, and I know how to interview people and all that. Don't you doubt me now. That's why I got my two best men, Reynolds and Thomas, Thomas here. That's right. Yep. We both say, nodding their heads. Wow. Well, if you don't require my services, don't begin I will with K. leave you to your investigation officer. It might not be a bad idea to come by and take a few pictures, Cobble says, but there is no dark room aboard the ship that would be unable to be developed. No Polaroids yet. Yeah, well, it's just very touchy at this point, too. So, with that, are the rest of you heading towards the back deck? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm going to try and not only keep an eye on, on uh, Lady Wilhelm, but Liz as well. Liz is standing by herself at the edge, the bow of the ship, looking over towards the water, looking down where the turbines spin. If the arms come out of the side, I'm pushing her over. <laughs> well, she's at the back. Right the front. Yeah, that's the other way. Yes. <sighs> <clears throat> It was quite disturbing. That is for sure. It was not a crime of any sort of passion. Latin writings and the blood vivisection. I sense a great darkness over the ship. Of course, there's a crazy here. Watch <laughs> darkness. Did that must have been positively mad. Mm -hmm. okay. Watch darkness. Darkness. A lot of forethought for being mad. Now? I mean. What what was written? No, no, there have been many a case where a madman they do not do things in the heat of passion. Those about the Latin give me the Latin role to see if you're able to read the way that you would anticipate I got a like a twenty out of ninety one. The way that you would anticipate a lover coming in and shooting a philanderer. Simply a great Any of them sit and dwell upon what they're going to do. In blood, it said the key is turned. Now only the door need be open. The writing wasn't um, what I would you know, certainly what I would call premeditated, though a bit odd. It was mm -hmm. the indications of delusion. That's all. Nothing more. 
<laughs> Who knows what sort of random thoughts the man had? Who did this? Delusion. Babbling on about a key. Keys take many forms. What exactly did it say? Let's see. I believe it said something to the effect of the key is turned. I cannot get a very good look. I was far back. Doctor, did you see what it said yes. more closely? The key is turned, the lock is open, all we have to do is uh, something about opening the door. Please remember that this looks somewhat occult in nature. So It is very... You as a poet, I'm sure, would understand figurative as opposed to literal. It could be yes. in, a in a spiritual sense. It could be in a... Yes, I understand that... We have some sort of mad person believing that they're enacting some sort of ritual to some various superstitious being through murder. Usually when this is done, it's just mass murder in the name of the country. It's not that different, I suppose. Did anyone have yeah. any really weird dreams last night? I could not sleep, Belch. Rocking of the ship. It's bad for my back. Yeah, I was going to put a dream catcher up, but uh, I just had a really horrible <laughs> nightmare. What did you see? <laughs> You're just like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> No, she'll be, she'll be more subtle about it, but she'll be just like sensing your aura and things like that. Oh, feeling yeah, for your so spiritual essence. <laughs> what did you see? I told you, just this, this gloom, this oppressive darkness, this, this pervasive evil just reaching its dark clutches across the ship. I had a dream I was on the ship. Everything was dark. There was a horrible squelching noise. I... I don't know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> just then, Jack suddenly comes up. You all see him now. And puts his arms around Liz from behind and seems to whisper something to her. To her. <laughs> her Everybody arms ready go to up like to this. Us. Around. I love murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get to roll listen? If you want to roll listen to try to overhear what they I, might be saying. I bad dialogue. Like, I killed him! What's going on around? Oh, mother. Nope, I failed. Nope, I actually heard him. I heard him. You yeah, heard it real good? I rolled like a 94. So those of you who heard, hear him, hear him go, I, I can't believe this happened. It's all right, though. I'll be here for you. Oh, Jack, I want to think. I'm scared. I'll protect you. Maybe, maybe we should try to stay hidden now with what's going on. That might be a good idea. Yes. I'm sorry, thinking between the girl voices always make me giggle. It makes me giggle. Well, I suppose all we'll have to do is wait and see if tonight another one happens. So, Dr. Way, if you've been troubled by your dreams, perhaps I could, uh, Scheduling a session for you. I'm also doing a psychoanalytic theory. 
Of course you are. And a big question mark appears above my character's head. With okay. that, gray clouds seem to come up over in the sky. All this grand technology we're so proud of, but we still have no idea about the weather. And one of these sailors going by said, We were supposed to have clear skies all the way to London. Meteorologists were put on this earth to make economists look good. So I become more fearful and paranoid. <laughs> and then they go back about their work. How many people are around where we are? Uh, pretty much all the first class passengers and a couple of the other class passengers are what on the deck just below this one that's still exposed out in the sky. But pretty much everyone here. No observation, uh, Lady Willem Zarbo, Professor Blake is here. So Moira's hands go up in the air. Have a session mm-hmm. And nice and loudly she proclaims, It is the darkness I saw in my dreams. Yes, that would be very good. <laughs> there is great danger on this ship for all of us. Well, of course Wherever. there is. There's a crazy man running around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, suddenly Bud says. He, she might be right. She's one of them... them, them psyche... psyche psychologists. <laughs> no, she's not a psychologist. Mesmerist. Mesmerist. Yes, She's got the contract with the spirit world. Though I did like that Zarbo fellow a bit better. I don't know. I think more of a prettier. <laughs> she elbows him suddenly. I'm supposed to be the only girl you think of as pretty. I'm just saying, you know, maybe the spirits like her better because she's more comely. <laughs> you don't hear him proclaiming things. That is because I am not a charlatan, Zarbo says suddenly, loudly. This woman here is merely trying to capitalize on the grief that is happening on this ship. I am attempting to use my abilities to warn the other passengers, as I tried to warn the police officer last night, but he didn't listen to me. I will not hear, suddenly a loud voice says, of this godless witchery, the priest says, suddenly stepping forward, the nun next to him. This is a horrible tragedy that has happened, and a sign of deviltry with the Latin phrases there. And this could have been avoided if he had listened to me. You should be ashamed of yourselves, both of you. Going against our Lord and Savior, trying to capitalize on this misery. I don't believe I've asked for any money for what I'm doing. No. But the good book says not to believe in your type. If anything, it is the ways of God that will see us through this. I've just finished giving last rites to that man. If any of you need the counsel and guidance of God, you see me or the sister here. The pretty Sister Lopez nods her head. And the two of them head towards the railing area and look off into the ocean. Yes, well, I can only hope that God will preserve whoever falls victim tonight. So I'm going to take Mark uh, away and help him interpret and cope with his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that include a heavy dose of laudanum to put him to sleep tonight. <laughs> it's the 20s by now. I don't think we're allowed laudanum anymore. 
I didn't thought it carried through entirely in my dreams in front of everyone. Yes. In my dream, the ship, the sky was gray, much like it is now. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was dark, and I could hear a squelching noise. I came upon a room, much like the one we saw this morning, except the man and the woman were engaging in what might be um. Take a deep breath. They were procreating over the corpse and the fluids mingled. And they looked at me and said it's coming. Was that it? It's a rather dark dream. I didn't want to tell anyone about it because I figured if anybody heard that they'd figure that I was I was responsible for whatever's going on here. I understand if you keep that secret. Um are but you often no. by dark rooms like this? No, never. This is far different than my usual experience. I've not seen people murdered in front of me. Unless I have. But <laughs> I don't think I have. They both wore robes. Black robes? Mm-hmm. Black robe cultists. Black robes. Man and woman. That's all I saw, but it's so... It's exactly the same. Well, it might not be exactly the same. If you're remembering, it's more similar than it actually was. Perhaps. Mind bringing two things to alignment since you dreamed of a murder and there was a murder. It was the same. The organs were removed. It was the same horrible look on his face. Same room, same distance from my room. It was the same. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I... I don't read of fanciful things in most of my books. I just try to keep order of them and procure things. I've learned of traditional history, but I've always stayed far from the more esoteric texts. <laughs> it's often said that one doesn't want to delve too far into such worlds. Yes, it is. Uh, my grandmother said that many times. Mm. Really? Yes. It's good to listen to one's elders. <laughs> okay, so you know. You can't actually give him sanity points back. Yet. You can, over the course of a month, treat him and give it back. But what psychoanalysis lets you do is if someone goes temporary insane, mm-hmm. you you stop it for a bit. Oh. So they're able to function for like a day or so. Well, this was just more to get the information yeah. out anyway. <clears throat> Main function, yeah. 
company. Well, it's good to know how the mechanic can actually train someone works so that it's not going to be able to use in a short period. Stop that. Well, so if, well, you, no, if you lose somebody goes those temporary three, insane. I mean, somebody goes temporary yeah. insane. If you lose yeah. those other three sanity points, you know you're not going to be absolutely Well, you useless. have to lose all five, five once. At it? once? Or yeah. in a short period, a very short period, which is defined by the Game Master. That's you. So, what I recommend is... Thirty-seven. Decided about the time. Um, <laughs> oh, is it in the Let's check. Handy book. Have some soma. <laughs> Take a nice vacation. I think ah. we stopped using that by then. <laughs> Have some cocaine. It'll cure anything. Pretty sure soma was just uh, okay. a generic term in India. I know it's been pot has been referenced to Soma before. We have uh, Perlahide, a cyclic uh, ether, introduced in 1882 as a hypnotic. It is an effective treatment for alcohol withdrawal symptoms, anxiety, and insomnia. Metabolized in lungs has an offensive taste and ubiquitous odor. Barbiturates. Oh, introduced in 1903 as a sedative. Hypnotic drugs are first choice until the 1960s when benzopanes were introduced. Barbiturates have a high potential for abuse, used for anxiety, insomnia, and apprehension. Overdoses are frequently fatal. <laughs> Hypnotics! <laughs> what's a, what's a, is hypnotic an injection or is it a pill? Barbiturates are pills, I'm pretty sure. I know what barbiturates are. I'm asking about the hypnotics. I imagine the ether is applied for the... A silly thing. Uh, maybe. Always your general you metabolize audience. the lungs paralyzed, so you breathe it in. Yes. Yeah, you put like a thing Ethers. over your mouth and then you pour it on and you inhale. Ether is the stuff you put on a rag. And well, since that's just practical, inhale it. Hell. Just take this rag, attach it to your face like a mask, and breathe in for several hours. Okay, so I'll see if I have some of which ones in my medical bags. You, uh, now, if you feel like you're going to have, you know, uh, similar. Hey, I don't. Or trouble sleeping again. It's possible. I am quite disturbed at this point. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, perhaps you should take one now. <laughs> All right, now what are the rest of you going to be doing until evening when the seance happens? Hobnobbing. <clears throat> and, hmm. and listening a lot. I will be taking in the fresh air on the deck, unless it looks like it is going to rain, in which case I'll move indoors. Okay. I guess I will actually seek out young Jack. Young Jack <coughs> finds you now. Well, I think you may need this more than I do. Hey, Liz is with the uh, Thorntons right now. Oh, this has been a horrible tragedy and everything. But at the same time, I think if I say the right words to her... I might be able to bring her out of this darkness and into the light. The light of how I feel for her. <laughs> That's not bad, actually. Really? Yeah, it's just... Good. What do you have for me? Well, it's... Yeah, it's not very appropriate now. It's all... You know, shepherd to his love, come live with me, away from... You know, it just... It, it wouldn't feel right, because it's all about... <laughs> snatches it out of your hands. Well, it, it's mostly... My golly, this is long! It's a few what different things. Roses and red and violets are blue. Uh, Maybe I should just draw a picture of her. Well, we all have our different voices. I don't know. Well, you're, you said you're an artist, right? Well, I'm a bit of one. 
Sketches, watercolors. Well, charcoal. I drew this hooker once, but she only had one arm. God. Move abstracts. And one leg. I and one eye. Wait. Hello, <laughs> Petunia? Oh my god. I was going somewhere. You know Hollow Petunia too? It's a long story. You know she has a bro. No. <laughs> In joke alert. In joke here. No explanation. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Anyways, he seems quite excited and begins going through the stuff and uh, pretty much he. Um, do you have a psychology skill? Actually, you did quite good, Vass. Roll your psychology. Blackstones. Psychoanalysis yes. for helping people. Psychology is for trying to discern the motives and stuff. Yes, I, I quite successful. He seems like he really does indeed want to impress Liz. This okay. seems very important to him. Okay. Quite eager to. Oh, that's good to know. So I will <coughs> help him to the best of my horribly jaded ability. Okay. Oh. In the conversation with him. My imagination with the character just keeps running away. I'm just like seeing him off the bow of the ship going, I'm the king of Rayella! Let <laughs> <laughs> him like do it poetry. Nickel Wolf, Nickel Wolf, Cthulhu for Targan, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a love sonnet. <laughs> yes. Should I be shining some pillows in? <laughs> Meanwhile, you're hobnobbing and trying to pay attention to things. Just catch some bells too. Lady Wilhelm is, is talking to Zarbo about the mysterious goings on. Professor Blake keeps mainly to himself once again. Mm-hmm. He seems to be trying to. Uh, at one point, you see him trying to sneak back to look at the uh, body. The body. And. Uh, Dr. Cobble spends a good portion of the time talking to Father Taggart and Sister Lopez. And Bud and Melinda Thornton spend their time on and off with uh, Liz until eventually Jack comes back. Hmm. Pretty much that's what happens. Uh, If you don't try to interfere in any way, we will move on to the evening. I'm feeling peckish. Let's begin dinner. So, dinner happens, and a seance is to occur. Seance. Sitting in the corner chanting. The temptation to pocket the dinner knife will ever greater. (laughs) As the darkness looms. That's not really a fad. Well, of course it is. It's been performed in... As you enter the area where the seance is to happen, the lights have been drawn down low, incense is burning in the air. Zarbo the mystic sits at the head of a large round table. On the other hand, Wilhelm to one side, the maniac Liz to his other, also at the seance. Bud and Melinda Thornton. Father Taggart what? is here, but seems to be more looking on just as if disapprovingly. <clears throat> Those are the, as well as First Mate Horatio. Where are they doing this? 
They're doing this in the galley. This oh, is after okay. dinner has happened. They're going to be performing the seance. <clears throat> and Officer Armstrong. So, Zarba the Mystic, Lady Wilhelm, Bud and Melinda Thornton, Father Taggart, First Mate Horatio, Officer Armstrong, and Liz are all present at the seance. And any of you who are showing up as well. I will be there in all my mystic accoutrement. I will be off to the side next to the father. You have your brandy in my hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm with them. I will sit down at the table with them as well. With the, with the, the seance? Yes. Okay. Well, I am delightfully drugged. What? Will he permit me to sit he at the d- table? He, he gives you a dirty look when you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I care about his dirty look. Now, are you sure that you wish to step into my aura, Moira? Did I not say earlier that our two diametrically opposed elements of male and female may cause a sort of static blending of the spirit world and cause problems? I'm sorry, Sarbo. Does my presence threaten you? Some way not at all. That you could not possibly complement your mystic energies with my own. Could you work together? Lady will have some sense. That's right. Two mystics is better than one, isn't it? Mr. Thornton says. Depends on the definition of better. First yeah. mate Horatio looks on and says, <clears throat> twice the reason for failure. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this ludicrousness, Father Pentagart says to you. And the poet who are standing there. One must let them have their ways. It is just a dalliance. I'm only here because it is the right thing to do. Not because I am being compensated for. I very much welcome you. Miss Myra, to helping me contact my poor, poor Byron, who has been gone now for several years. And we will contact Mr. Zane for you as well, Liz. I'm not entirely sure if I want to contact him. Now, now, don't be afraid. His love for you was very strong. I can feel it radiating here and how it's unresolved. I watch very closely. <laughs> In case there are shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> he said that word. <laughs> hey, dealing with psychics at the time, shenanigans is the business. <laughs> Suddenly he goes, breathes in real deep, puts his hands to his forehead and goes, I am making contact. Uh, secret meditative techniques of Atlantis, no doubt. <laughs> they could be the mirror. I am the vessel for the presence. Yes, it's too Please bad people just can't drink. Listen closely. <laughs> 
in the past time. <laughs> oh, what did he say? It's too bad people can't just drink. <laughs> <laughs> I am the vessel, enter through me. Is there a presence here? Suddenly, everyone hears a knock on the table. I believe I have made contact. Who is this presence who makes themselves known? He says he squeezes Wilhelm's hand, and she looks quite, quite excitedly. Suddenly the candles spark and turn blue. The flame turns blue on them. Hmm? That's quite a parlor trick, don't you agree, Father? Yes, I hear that some things are capable of with chemicals these days. Hmm. Obviously, yes. Yes, I hear this presence, this presence making itself known. <clears throat> what is your name, presence? Everyone, give me a listen check. I got it. Made it. <laughs> what? <laughs> he wasn't quite paying attention. I did it. This time. Those of you who made it hear <clears throat> echo through the hall. Give me a spot hidden check. Oh, good. Where? Oh, I couldn't <laughs> made that. No. I made that like 10 times over. I oh, see it. Is. See it. Where'd it go? I think I made it. I got a 99. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> I made it with the 69. <laughs> All right. Well, I rolled an 8, so. Yeah, I you see that in his wrist, he has a small mirror. Very, very tiny for those who made it. And all of a sudden, he flips it like this. And it bounces a little light beam mm -hmm. way back off in the corner, and you see some feet behind a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> and you swear that's where you heard Byron originate from. I saw nothing. Those of you who I completely saw it, heard it, know it. <laughs> Even though I'm on hypnotics. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm hearing the spirits. Walk, 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 walk. What? I'm gonna walk towards the. Are group. you literally on the pill? Hmm? Did you yes. take his sedatives? Yeah. yeah. Then that has an effect, doesn't it? That has an effect, dude. What's it the does. effect? If you, if you took sedatives, you're not. Oh. Gonna be, you know. Well, it depends. I don't know how I'm not enough to make him loopy. Yeah. I have no idea. And is it enough also for you know? Doesn't matter if that's What? You could have taken it. You could have taken it. No, it doesn't. But it does, like, if you're intoxicated in the like, or you're you're hopped up, you're not going to be performing. We still made about 30. He did make it. Still made it. Okay. Go ahead. So, what are you going to do? 
I can hear the voice. I can hear the thrusts. I'm gonna walk towards the curtain. No, no, wait! You're heading towards danger. He suddenly says. What are you going to do? Open. I'm yank it open. You open the curtain, and all of a sudden, everyone's suddenly drawn and looks, and there's this guy wearing a like a you know plain, unassuming suit, and he's got a kazoo in one hand, a harmonica <laughs> in the other. Oh my god! He's got like a couple, a little mirror, and some flash powder, and the like. And the minute we see him, I stand up and I point to. Zarbo and I go, charlatan! What, what's going on, Zarbo? No, no, you don't understand. I'm not a charlatan. I'm not. You are a fraud. I'm not. I, I really do feel the spirit she, world. She comes around the table and she grabs his wrist and holds up and goes in the mirror. <laughs> what is the meaning of this? Oh, what? oh no. I you know what have thought. Someone should be sneaking around on a ship with a murderer! <laughs> All of a sudden, Zarbo's head rolls back like this, and his eyes roll up into his head. Pray. I'm sure he'll do anything to try and save his reputation. The gate. He starts suddenly speaking Latin. The door is open. He says in Latin for those who understand Latin. He says once more, the door is open. The ceremony is open. The ceremony is done. The door is open. They are coming. I'm still holding his wrist. You feel his entire body kind of go cold. Like cold, cold? Like cold, cold. As this is happening. Those of you who understand Latin, roll your sanity for me. Actually, everyone here kind of rolls sanity. I made it. I made it. Well. Yep. <laughs> oh, I made it. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, Sorry. It's doing so good on going crazy before the end of the game, but no, no. Gotta make that one. Way to let me down, Dice, by making me succeed. Would you like me to go <laughs> dice? Quite fine. No, I'm cool, I'm cool. Those are fine. I'm liking the words of the madman. I like all of them, please. Damn, he's cold. His hands slam down on the table then. Mm-hmm. And everyone feels a wind just kind of whistle through. I, I think this has gone on quite far enough, Mr. Zarbo. Then suddenly Zarbo's eyes come back down and he's like, "What? What's going on? What what was happening? Come on now, someone, someone. That was their most convincing. As I was saying, someone performance. Tell me what, what what's going on. His voice suddenly changes. You've been discovered to be a fraud. <sighs> Officer. Right. Yeah, I'm a fraud. He suddenly says in a very New York accent, pulling the <laughs> turban off of his head. Showing bits of balding and wisp hair. Right, whatever. Fine. I'm a fraud. I don't care. I'm going to my cabin. I don't want to be disturbed. Come on, Hank, he says, and the guy behind the curtain. 
I'll have you know I will expect the money I have invested in you to be returned to me, Lady Wilhelm says. And Zarbo seems quite unperturbed by her accusations and just sort of just leaves. I look at the cop. There's no... Yeah, Officer Armstrong says, Lady, there's no law for being exposed as a charlatan aboard a ship. Doesn't mean he's a murderer. What do you want me to do? Arrest him for bad entertaining? No, but he did take this woman's money for services not rendered. Let the buyer beware. International waters. <laughs> <laughs> fortunately, for small, fortunately for many, it's not actually illegal. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was that. I believe that this evening is over, Horatio says. I would advise all of you to be in pairs tonight, as we still have not found the murderer. So, buddy up, and be careful. If you see any suspicious activity, please report it to one of the crew. Right. With that, First Officer Horatio makes his way out of the room. Well, I'm going to put my hand lightly on Lady Wilhelm's shoulder, and just very, in a very comforting and quiet tone. Mm-hmm. Bronx, tell New York, I can't believe that all this time I thought he could talk to my Byron. My horrible cynical accent. I only think there's three that speak English. What is everyone doing now? She's comforting Lady Wilhelm. What are the rest of you doing? So, what was the Latin? The same thing that was written. The door is open. Yes. We're referencing what the madman's words. So... So this morning, the key was turned, and now the door is open. Yes, it's copied. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, I think that I will retire to my quarters, and if any of you should now need my services, you know where to find me. Uh, Well, you probably need an escort then, right? I think that I shall be quite safe. I'm going directly there. uh, Are you sure? Lock the door. All right. I've, though if I would advise to take Horatio's advice should any of you decide to take an evening constitutional. <coughs> with that, I wheel myself out of the room. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's certainly been an unnerving evening. Yeah. I... I was expecting the charlatan thing. But that bit at the end. That kind of threw me. (laughs) 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 Just just means that you said that. He got frustrated, right? That's all. Frustrated he got caught. Desperation, acceptance, all that. Wasn't part of his routine. 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait, no, 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 he was at four. Because he was flummoxed. Right? Maybe? I don't know. He was trying to prove he wasn't a fraud. He would have kept with the voice. Presence. Kept with the... Uh, I am a vessel for the presence! <laughs> That's the person waiting for So, so, to believe that some <laughs> other presence was wandering through and snapped upon him as a brief vessel? I mean, technically, if that were true, what was that bit he was saying? Wouldn't that mean that there's another body somewhere? Do you know what he was saying? <clears throat> what was it he was saying? Lady Wilhelm says. <laughs> I need to find Jack. Liz suddenly says, standing up and running off. Th- th- hold on. Liz, you don't want to go out there by yourself, Bud suddenly says. I'll be all right. Uh, no. Look, we've already had and one person. she runs off. <laughs> Damnation help I... I'll be the hero. I'm for Dumbledore. He's already gone. Run out, I... They run out and it's like, try and. No sign of her. Give me an idea roll. Ooh! Give a what? Idea. idea. A top one. Give me an idea as you went. Yes, idea ideas. 52. Uh, you see her heading towards the lower decks. I guess I will follow her just to make sure she's alright. Okay. That den of iniquity and bloodiness. I've already went down looking for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm kind of a friend of Jack's now, I suppose. I'll just help you find him. You, you'll help me find him, then? Yes. All right. I suppose it is safer to travel in pairs. But when we find Jack, who will you travel with? Um, I'll try and figure out a way. <sighs> Since something about uh, the door being open and the ceremony being complete. Very odd. Esoteric. What did that mean? It, was it all part of his act? No. I don't think so. What? Oh, that's preposterous. Look, the man was a charlatan, Officer Armstrong says. <laughs> I'm sure he just saw some of the blood that was spilled out there earlier and decided to add to it to make himself look more authentic. Do you speak Latin? No, I don't. I speak American. <laughs> nice. So did uh, Zorbo. Zor- whatever the hell his name was. Zarbo. 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 Zorbo. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think he spoke Latin? Normally. That's weird. Kind of odd. He was nothing but venom and lies. Oh, my... My poor Byron, how I miss thee. How I would pay anything just to hear your sweet voice again. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not again. We are. <sighs> if there is anything I can do to possibly help you reach your husband, you know that I would gladly do. I, I don't know. I, I, I'll consider it. 
perhaps just some company for now would be enough. I'm at your disposal. I need some rum. Well? Not there. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> all right. As you're making your way back to your room, you see Dr. Blake, Professor Blake, walking down the hall, looking around himself, looking very, very paranoid. Good evening, Professor. Oh, ah, uh, hello there, uh, Mr. Wentworth. How was the seance? It was quite illuminating. The Mr. Zarbo turned out to be quite the talented charlatan. Well, I would expect as much. Can't trust those mystic types. Take you for everything you got. Yes, he was doing a very good job until his man in the corner kind of blew his cover. Ah, well, that's a shame. Well, time for me to retire for now. That is my plan as well. Lock the door. It's not safe right now. Yes, Mr. Horatio urged the passengers that were gathered to travel in pairs if they were to be out this evening. Well, I don't plan on going anywhere. With that, he steps in and shuts the door behind him, but the lock clearly turned. I wheel myself on until I get to my own cabin and do the same. See if I can acquire a bottle of rum somewhere on the ship. Well, you're in the galley. There's a bar. I figured. Mm -hmm. If not, there's some pirates off the port bow. <laughs> Yo, ding ding! Yar. What you buying? You buy <laughs> not him. <laughs> I wish he was on the boat. That would make this stuff uh, easy when it gets hard. <laughs> Give me a shot then. Anyway. I'm going to escort Lady What's Her Name back to her room. Mm -hmm. You find Jack. Jack comes from the lower decks. Liz! Liz! Jack! Liz, oh, I've been worried about you. And my friend, the poet, escorted you. Thanks, sir. Uh, sure thing. I'll, uh... Oh, Jack, everything's so scary now. I don't know what's going on. Don't worry. I've got something that'll take your mind off of it. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, good evening to both of you. You be safe, Mr. Kinnison. Uh, I'll try my best. With that, they both enter a smaller room area. Not a nearby car. <laughs> I don't know about the character, but well. I fail all my sanity check tonight. <laughs> what are you, you two doing? You're, you escort Wilhelm back. To her room. back. You got brandy and then what? Rum. 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 Mm -hmm. A simple thing to like Agwan dead because uh, some weird shit happening. <laughs> Follow around my odd friend. He gives me happy things. <laughs> so, all of you are going to retire for the evening yeah. then? All right, everyone give me sanity rolls. Oh boy. <laughs> Still making it. Oh, I still cool. made that one. I was good on that one. Damn it. Okay, everyone loses one point of sanity. Ooh. Everyone? Yes. yes. Wow. Hit three. How many more do I need? 
all of you that night have horrible, horrible dreams. The five of you are walking, or wheeling in your case, out onto the ship itself. Together or separately? You all exit your room separately. You all see each other. And there's this gray fog that appears to be everywhere and almost cuts down visibility. You wander through the halls and make your way past rooms where you hear screams coming off in the distance. Once more, for you, but for the rest of you, you hear this wet, squelching sound happening and dripping. You make your way slowly up to the navigation room, and when you enter inside, you see members of the crew, their bodies splayed open, their organs ran strung around, several robed figures there, a robed female kneeling in front of a robed man and performing fellatio upon him as he holds a heart in his hand and the blood drips down over. And just then, a giant eye appears within the window outside the navigational room. Alien, yellow in its contacts with a black pupil. It blinks a heavy, wet, purple lid at all of you. And then you all wake up. There is much screaming and trembling and shaking and etc. Then suddenly you all hear over the intercom, This is the captain speaking. Just be advised, storms are reported to be happening soon. A thick fog has rolled in, so visibility is low. Be careful when walking around on deck. That is all. Perhaps it's best to take my breakfast in cabin today. An extra stiff drink. At least wake him up. I had another dream. Yeah, so you poke him. Oh, you're, you're oh well, yeah, man. I had another dream. <laughs> it was horrible. Yellow eye, intestines. Was just, ah. Wait, what? <laughs> another one. Start at the beginning. You all were clearly in each other's dream, too. I woke up, and you were there, and, and the other people from our dinner table were there. And we walked and got one deck, and then we came and we saw people strung apart, and this woman was sucking on a man's organ, and a yellow eye appeared with a purple lid. 
What's not supposed to happen? Stepping outside. I'm gonna, uh, let's get some fresh air. It, what, what does a purple lid mean? I'm heading to the As close to it as I can get. Because all of you step out of your rooms or wheel out to do things, you all notice each other. Because all of your cabins are in the same hall. I'm assuming stepping out of our rooms in the exact same Mm -hmm. way that we did in the dream. Yes. Good morning to you all. Good morning. I'm not sure if that's the correct phrase. Good morning. Morning. So how'd everyone sleep? I'd rather not be reminded. As well as expected, given the storm that seems to be coming. So no turbulent dreams? No more so than usual. Lie. You've all seen the darkness the same way that I've seen the darkness. Especially you. I'm going to navigation. She begins to walk in the direction clearly where the navigation center is. I don't know if you're going to like what you find, but we're following. (sighs) If I see a large, heavy object up the way. <laughs> fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. Fire axe. Small child. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever I can. Uh, well, look. <laughs> I have some of that. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I'll just have to settle for my deadly, deadly hands. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll follow. Not wanting to be left alone, I will rule after. <laughs> All of you make your way. The fog has not penetrated these halls yet, but as you wake your way through and look out the directions, you do see that the fog is slowly rising and rising. I think I'm going to regret asking this question, but um, you asked about the... Son of a bitch. (laughs) Should we try to steer this boat off course? We're going to need a bigger boat. Dead bodies, rope figures, a horrid-lidded eye. <coughs> well, I'm not going insane. Oh, Alone. Sad. <laughs> no, it would have no, been much easier You're not you suffering from delusions. It is perhaps possible that the events of yesterday have had a great effect upon all of us. For all of us to have the same dream? something that happens every day. It's certain if we ask the other people on the board that they would say the same thing. Mm, maybe not. They only saw each other in the dream. They all the same dream. That's weird. Is that navigation yet? As you <laughs> approach the navigation area... You see the captain and the first mate inside, along with the guy who's actually steering the ship. And the engineer is in there. And they seem to be talking about something rather uh, excitedly. Rather, they seem like intense about it. Go ahead and give me a listen. You have to try to 
here. Yep. Yay. No, do it. Woo! Just made it. Made it by a good deal today. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you hear Fernando going, something's wrong with the boilers. What do you mean, something wrong with the boilers? This is a brand new ship. Don't know, they're losing pressure steadily. We're doing what we can to keep it up, but if this keeps up, we're going to be dead in the water. That can't happen. What could possibly cause in that? I don't know. It's, it's, it's as if we're moving through some sort of sluggish... It's not the turbines. They're turning just fine. Is it a danger right now? It shouldn't be. It, theoretically, this would only happen in the next couple of days. I that radio is by this time. Um, yes. Wait, yes, they yeah. did. Yeah. We'll have to radio for help then. If it becomes an issue. They were very limited. Yeah. So, like, out here, unless another ship happened to be passing in range, it yeah. yeah. You send broadcast and hope somebody else is in land, the land. But yeah. we can make another ship. Yeah, because there's radios, no. but there's not radio towers, really. Yeah. All right, all right. If it becomes an issue, keep me informed. With that, Fernando opens the navigational room, steps out, and looks at all of you a bit oddly, and then goes on his way. I'm guessing that this conversation did not happen in a pile of corpses. No, it did not. Well, have a conversation. String up our intestines. Take position. Mm. Um, There wasn't, but... It hasn't happened. Soon. I certainly were hoping that that is not going to be the case. The ship's slowing down. I don't think we're supposed to know that, but the ship's slowing down. Other stranded. Well, I certainly don't want to be stranded in the middle of the ocean. Well, I don't think anyone wants to be stranded in the middle of the ocean. It's not a good place to be stranded. Especially given that there's at least one, possibly more, killers aboard. Yes. Beyond that. (laughs) But it is unfortunate that I don't think there is anything that any of us can do about it at this point. Unless any of you is an engineer. I certainly am not. I have a thought. Well, not a great thought, but a thought that perhaps we should start talking to people individually to find out what they know, to see if we can figure out what's going on. Probably not a bad idea. If we approach them as a group, it's very unlikely anyone's going to try and... um, Well, we don't wish to seem strange and put them off. So, be subtle about it. Perhaps over breakfast. Yes. (laughs) Small breakfast conversations, but okay. It's been an odd voyage. (coughs) So as you make your way towards the galley to have your breakfast... Um, give me spot rolls. Oh, good. I don't do well those. And with some rolls. Good chance I made it. I and made what? it. Spot. I yes. need spot and... This Oof. I, I, I made listen. it. I made it. I really made spot and I, I made really it. didn't make this. Really well. I saw it. <coughs> as I you make it your way over, you see on the back deck, as it's early still, the fog is just now starting to rise, Jack and Liz are standing. And she's got her arms up oh. like this. And he's got his arms around her. 
And she says, I love you, Jack. I truly, truly love you. That's what I needed to hear, he says. He nuzzles her close, and then you all see him reach into his jacket, pull out a long knife, and thrust it into her back. There's a sheer look of shock on her face as he brings it back, and he thrusts it in again. And then again, and then again, and then again, and then again. Oh, good She Lord. screams. Her blood flies on his hand and on his face, and he has the most sadistic look. She has a little shocked look on her face, <coughs> an expression of pure horror. Everyone roll sanity. Got it. Got it. Oh, Did, oh wait. wait. Yeah, I totally got wait. that one. Are we rolling... What? Under. 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 No, no. We're rolling under what it is now. Under what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't make it. This point of sanity, Mike. Just the one. <laughs> A look of horror and her heart breaking all at the same time. He whirls her around. She just looks as blood comes out of her lips. And then he pushes her. Her body goes tumbling over the side and then lands in the turbines being oh. torn to pieces, blood splattering all over the side. <gasps> Somebody Monster! that man! I um <laughs> I take up my breakfast knife. <laughs> what are you all doing? Yelling and I will take up my breakfast knife. <laughs> okay. Then I will you're gonna head to murder. You're gonna be running down to the deck where he is. Yeah. 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 Yes. Heck yeah. Bastard. So as you're all running down, a couple of other people come around as well. Is he like a deck down, or is he just farther down? He's a deck down. Oh. You guys were up here. You kind of just saw him. I, I, I will wheel myself to the railing then and okay. look over. Stairs and you. No. <laughs> Anybody? Have, is there an athletic skill? A what? What? I guess it's dexterity, my friend. Just make it yeah. dex times five or For all of us? For how fast you can get, get down there. Dex times five? There is five. a... Oh, that's the... Yeah. Woohoo! Sure. Uh, ah, I get my limbs are pumping. 15. I make it. Yeah, I made it. Okay. okay. I barely make it as well. You all managed to run down there before he can get away. He just kind of stands there, holding the long-bladed knife, still glistening with her blood on it. I want to thank you, Mr. Kinnison. It was your help that really let me have her heart. She gave it to me willingly, freely. He brings up the knife and then slowly licks the blood from the blade. I took more than that from her, too. You. Monster. Go on, you know you want to do it. You haven't even seen any real monsters yet. He says towards all of you. Don't just stand there, someone grab him. Grab him. He starts to back up towards the railing. I think he's going to kill himself before we can do much. What are you you doing? We're trying to punch him. Okay, now it's time to roll for initiative. How does that work? Dice. Then you get stabbed. Some dice and then I get stabbed? Yes. yes. Hey, <laughs> I might get to stab him. With your butter knife? With your butter knife? 
versus his, you know, gleaming blood right. dagger. We were traveling first class. My knife might be sharp. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance. I'm willing to bet it is. Because if I want to slice open a nice orange, I need a knife that's sharp. You need your He's breakfast right. steak. You have to cut through your breakfast it's steak. It's also important that you have just blunt knives. Yeah. Where I could murder someone with my kitchen utensils, and I'm very proud to be in that time for this period. <laughs> of course, I'm not really that good. What's, your de- what's everybody's decks? 14, 12, 11. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. I am not even down there <laughs> looking on. Okay. Oh, right. uh, so, you have a 16? You keep a gun in your wheel, Charlie. Right? 100. No, because the story tells yes. us that I didn't. Three. Oh. Okay, you get to go before him. If I did, I would shut that young yes. man's dead. Just goes by depths, from highest to lowest. Yeah, but oh, I'm a lady. Crappy. I don't involve myself in combat. Okay, then he gets to go first. <laughs> Sorry. Your action was to charge forward towards him? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Planning on knocking him out with a punch, but... <laughs> we'll see how that You're going to get knifed instead. That's a good Maybe chance. three or four punches. I have martial arts. But you're not a giant. What's well, there's that. Fourteen. Not small either. What's his size? Well, he gets to go. What's he doing? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Come on Give me a luck roll. Ah, uh-huh. Shane. Well, you die. I got it. Okay. You don't want him to try to commit suicide, right? Yes. Yep. So lucky would be if he attacks you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's I guess a good thing. And he hits you? Well, shoot. What about this dodge thing? Does that not work? I have to take an action for that one, don't I? Okay. Oh, I guess. No idea how the system works. It's not lucking out. We don't really fight things, you know? Yeah. You're, You're supposed going? to look at the Elder Horror and then run away. No, no, no. 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 You perform one attack and one parry per combat round. Oh. Are you low range? Yep. Well, I guess I'll perform. Hold on. Thing. Should we play some dodge? Here? You don't use dodge, though. <laughs> That's confusing. What does yeah. that skill even do? Um, guns and tentacles, I'd imagine. Moving cars. Wrenches, <laughs> <laughs> <Rentless> balls. <laughs> Traffic. Tornado. You know, I know what my There's martial arts is. Something I can bomb. Yes, dodge the nuclear explosion. If you can dodge an atom bomb, you can dodge a ball. Of course, I'll probably be under arrest after this, but whatever. Oh, wait, I'm only punching out. Yeah, I might be under arrest after this, but Well, you would be for being Chinese, yes. Yes. It happens. It's not British. Yes, but Armstrong is, uh... He is poor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust you, Chinaman, but... Again, there's a poor guy. Judges, that's pretty. I'm gonna have you have to be able to have something to actually parry him. I have my knife, he does. He has his butter knife. Yeah, you have your butter knife. It's a knife. Yeah, you have your kitchen knife versus his butcher knife. That's true. He had a butcher knife, yes. It's a big knife. Yeah, okay, that sucks, but still have it. Is there a parry skill? No, I imagine you can use your skill with a knife. Okay, do you have a uh, skill with a knife? 
Yes. Yeah, you have to buy weapon skills. Oh, yes. Bitch. Well, I don't got so nothing. So he default is like maybe ten percent. So most likely he's gonna hit me on that one. Well, he just did hit you. Oh well, yeah, I'm not gonna worry fish. about it. I'll just try to live and yeah. Hopefully that I will punch him. Yeah. I mean, sure, that might not work, but better than nothing. Very true. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing how uh, true that whole fanning of the intestines across the decor of the ship can come about. Come on, he's not going to have time to decorate. <laughs> Side twitchers, all you guys here. Yeah. You guys will get him right. Just, just get up. Yeah, Hang on to the railing and throw your no, wheelchair. Seven down. Damage to you. What? Seven. seven damage. I'm alive. As he it hurts though. Comes up. And uh, he might have impaled you. Ow. But if he impaled you, that means his knife is stuck in you, which means he can't hurt anybody else. Way to go. Take a hit from the team. Yeah. But that means double damage if he, uh... If he impales me? If he impaled. It's it's one-fifth his, uh, score. Well, if that's the case, I'll probably be dead after that. If he rolls one... If you roll one-fifth your skill... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you impale. Okay. If you roll a 17, he has a 45% with the knife. That's not a fifth. Okay. Uh, if it would have been 15. Good, good. Well. So yeah, it's not a uh, Nine. Just ow. Okay. Alright. Um, and just stabs you suddenly in the guts. Gonna try and punch him. Alright. First. He will attempt to parry. How do I, do I roll martial arts first and then punch him? No, punch no your what punch it is, you roll your punch and if it happens to be under your martial arts as well. Then you get uh, Okay. Roll low. I got a 30, I rolled low, and it's under my martial arts. He got a 25, so he blocks. Oh. Blocks with, him, with his knife. Fuck. <laughs> it was a valiant, valiant attempt, sir. It was. Yeah. Well, well, somebody else helped me. Okay. <laughs> That's right, you punch. Yes. Ow. I punch him. Okay. Did you get him good? I did not roll under a fifth of my score. And I'm not sure how you impale someone with a fist anyway. <laughs> well. <laughs> this turn yeah. Yeah, finger. Swack. Can I see the neck? I'm going to have a die four. Uh, he has one on his, on his table right there. There's yeah. five die four, though. Yeah. It ain't like he's going to keep it, here. Dave. I got one. I drew one in your bag. I can't find one. It's a pointy thing. Are you doing a, uh, a fist punch? I'm doing a fist punch. Okay, I'm going to that. It is a die three plus my uh, die four bonus for being quite large, a large man. Oddly, I find it odd that my bonus for being a large man is bigger than the die three bonus, but hey. So, I have similar. Divide the die six by two. Gets him. He takes a... Six. Six, that's a five plus a what? What's well, a three plus a three? <clears throat> five is the three? So divided by two, which means the five and the six would be the three. Round up. You don't round up. It's a die three, Dave. It has to have a one, a two, and a three. Well, you know, one, two, th- I said divide oh, by two, is. so one, two, three, one, two, three was. Yeah. So you, a one and a two would be a one. Well, six should oh, be a three. Okay. Six would be a three. But five, five and six would be the three. Two numbers have to be the three. Yeah, he's right. Yes. 
That's why I said divide by two, so there wouldn't be any ambiguity. I, why I said divide All by right, two is so I wouldn't be the ambiguity sure. okay. on that one. Do six points of, da- of, of, of damage to him. He's still up. Who's next? I look around. Is there a crewman or something near me? That you can throw? Can I can yell at? Point uh, down you there. You can start yelling, basically. Okay. Everyone! Is anyone around? All right. The murderer! Are you going to do something? No. <laughs> he, he, he makes odd noises and seizures at him. 63. <laughs> Whiff! Okay. Whiff. Well. Should we spend more time in the army? Going to do anything? Suck. No. He goes to stab Shane again. You're a damn actually, useless. Actually, wait. <laughs> what I would end up doing, actually, is probably pulling Mr. Injured back. Okay. He goes to stab Sean. Go to fresh stab. Misses. This may work out. There. See, now you're not going to be dead. It's okay. I can walk right back and punch him. And you don't have to play a hobo. Yeah. Now, that is under a fifth of my scores. That's a seven. Good. Does that do anything? Uh, you cannot inhale with your fists. Okay, yes. so there's no criticals for fists. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you're going to punch his stomach out. But well, I don't know. I was just going to punch. Not dodge, so... Seven this time. Three, four, five, six. Seven, nice. Yes. He's uh, not looking too good as you punch him. Damn, he's tough. One. <laughs> he's looking one. really, really out of it. That is like... Ugh. I walk back to try and punch him. What? <laughs> I just pulled your ass out of You just pulled me out, and I'm walking right okay. back. <laughs> initiate grapple with him. Initiate grapple with him. Oh, oh, I'm going that. No, no, I meant for initiate grapple with you. I'm a lady. I don't grapple. Oh, uh, I grapple. Don't worry. I don't know. Okay. 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 Really no one grapples. <laughs> so the villains are bad at it. Yeah. Come on, Mike. 49, I think, actually connects. No, no, no. Black is tense for me. That's a oh. 94. I slam my fist into the nearby pole, all screaming in pain. <laughs> tense. Okay, now pull me out again. To the post <laughs> and uh, still insist nah. I see the ghost. Help. Well. Not looking too good now. He starts to back up against the railing. Oh, God. Whose turn is it? It goes back to you. To me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab a shirt because there's no way this guy's jumping over the edge. Don't worry, you'll fail. Because grabbing something just pops harder. You already grabbed some reasons. 25%. 25%? Hey, one out of every four times you try it. I rolled a one. Awesome. <laughs> he goes to stab you. <gasps> I thought we were trying to stab this turn. No, no, no it's, it's a new turn. It's a new turn. Oh, okay. We're yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. Actually, let me check grapples real quick. Every system must have some beautifully obtuse way of doing grappling. The grapple. That's a very very brave medium came in. He's like, no, no, you ain't going nowhere. Trying out that one game that simulates a professional wrestling career just to see (laughs) what's the combat and grappling move. Or if they are just rather obtuse challenge rules to see whether you win the match. It's kind of that whole thing of, and if we swarm him, we should win. He's just a dude, I think. <laughs> He's got a knife, though. The and, knife the trick is all, the and the trick is also making sure he doesn't kill himself first. And the trick oh, is also yeah. making sure that Mike doesn't roll, like, 95 again. Yeah. Because <laughs> we really didn't swarm him. Mike attacked the post. I <laughs> <laughs> never really arrived. Well, Mike and me have a really good 50-50 Mike shot Mike is busy swarming in anime. I just hit him really hard. Mike is oh. a 60-40 shot. 
I just have a really crappy death punch. I don't know. So why is it that I have absolutely no combat skills whatsoever and I'm st- I still grab the guy? You get lucky. That's the thing. Cold Cthulhu investigators all um suck at combat, but occasionally but they can do it. To. Yeah, well they are. They're just regular That's dudes. the way they yeah. Grapple is a special personal attack frequently chosen to subdue an opponent harming him. This attack may be parried by a countering successful grapple or other attack by the target, but only in the first round of attack. So, he just a starburst comes out of him, basically. Yeah. He misses. So you have successfully grappled him. Yay! Let go! Let go! When you guys better do something. We're all gonna probably try to hit him. on my dress. He's gonna be flailing. Uh, I hit him with martial artsness. Okay. Chin kills <laughs> With a butter knife. Oh, good. So what's my damage? <laughs> what is your damage? Uh, two die three, I believe. Oh, okay. So no, I. For martial arts, I think you just double your damage. Right, but he gets his die three bonus and his die three for punches. Uh, I don't get any size bonus. Uh, no, you get a die three. Okay. Remember your damage bonus. If the attack rolls equal to martial arts, the attack okay. does double damage. Thus, this punch would do two die three plus normal damage bonus. Oh, so yeah, you get two die three. Does he have a damage bonus? No, he's a small Chinese man. <laughs> Shoot, I have a damage bonus. Well, I got a three to one. So, so four. four. So then you go. Whoop, whoop, and his neck snaps. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you took him over zero hit points. Nice job. Still laid. Okay, after taking a closer look at the rules and seeing some technical difficulties being taken care of, there's a bit of a re-edit here. We go back to the round where (coughs) Jack was punched the second time and he falls unconscious as he has reached one hit point and now is on the ground, bleeding from his mouth, knife in hand. (coughs) Grab that knife. Just then... I'll go help him. Okay. Officer Armstrong 
comes up along with a few other passengers. And uh, just what do we have here, might I say? I think what you, you have... You assaulted this poor passenger, didn't you? Uh, I don't you know. You damn yellow bastard. I'm, I'm bleeding, <laughs> sir. Fat man, this is your murder weapon. We found it on that poor young man. Murder weapon? What? That, that, that's covered with the blood of the... He was defending himself from him, weren't you? We were all here. We all saw that man kill the young girl, throw her over deck, and then attempt to jump himself. We apprehended him. <laughs> now, would you mind doing your job, Honky, and arrest him? Did you just call me Honky? <laughs> yes, I did! Now, you, you ignorant little man, arrest him and do your damn job! The officers behind him, Thomas and uh, Reynolds, pull their guns. Oh... I would remind you, officers, that I am an official of the court. And this is not Georgia! And I have observed the entire altercation before you arrived, I yell down from the deck above. And if you are to do anything that you may regret, I must inform you it is my legal duty to proceed to give my declaration of the events as I have foreseen, no matter what those may reveal. And don't forget that poor young woman is dead. We'll take this man into the brig then. When he comes to... Oh, he's not looking too good there. <laughs> they lift him up and blood just pours from his mouth. How did he go from southern Minnesota? He's, <laughs> he's from his own country. I think we all know At one point he was from Minnesota. I think he's got the Barney accent. I'm not sure though. <laughs> Like he's, he's changed he, accents like four times. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Ranger Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but I morbidly look over the side and down and just kind of... Yeah, because I believe there's still like blood and gore like on the side of the ship from the girl. There might be some on the side of the ship, but... More on the propellers. Um, I don't know, propellers I mean, I make sure the water that out to, you know, officer stupid. So... Armstrong takes a look over the side, and you see, well, they're, they're giant turbines. There's nothing there. Yeah, unless you toss off the side of the boat. <laughs> I don't see anything down there. Just to let you know. And what would you expect to see after someone gets dropped into the turbines? All right. Come on, then, Mr. J Jack, was it? Yes, that was his name. Take him off to the brig, boys. We'll question him when he wakes up again. So how unheard am I now? Should have Dr. Cobble take a look at him. He's not looking too good. Go get Dr. Cobble and tell him to take a look at him. Yeah, better patch him up before he's departed. <laughs> uh, I give you a three. You only get once, right? Yeah. What? Like, he took like... Seven points. I think seven. He took seven, but he only got stabbed once. once. Yeah. It was only one turn. It was like only half of his like total yeah. points. Yeah. But, but I can only each now. injury. <laughs> now I have a cool bandage on me. Yes. <laughs> That's great. This is the Hello Kitty. Like, if he took him seven from no, like, no, not seven different Vicks, he'd be sad. He'd be like, yep. Lots of bandages, but you're fine. Uh, oh, so like Mommy man. Splint on the leg, a little bandage on the arm, and the. Yeah. 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 I remember that game. So what are you all doing now? Well, I think we might have found the man in the hall. I think we should find the woman. 
I'm going to check on Lady What's-Her-Face. Lady Wilhelm? Yeah, her. Lady Wilhelm is, if you're, are you going to go back to her cabin? If she's not in the vicinity, I'm going to go to her cabin first. (laughs) (sighs) What about the rest of you? Seeing as how the excitement is over, I am going to wheel myself away from the railing and go get breakfast. Okay. I need a stiff drink. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of you heading to the galley then? Say what she's doing, so she doesn't. Okay. What? Huh? Nothing. I, I think he was he was evaluating the information his character knew. Yeah, because if she just walked off, it's like, yeah, well, she walked off. She might be using the, the rest of the facilities. I don't know. <laughs> so, I guess I'll follow the rest of the group, not thinking she's going to go off and get murdered. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you arrive in the galley. And you see Dr. or Professor Blake is there. Uh, Father McTaggart is there. Father Taggart is there. Sister Lopez is. Bud and Melinda Thornton are. And uh, that's it at the moment. Do any of them have blood on them? No? Yeah. He's got blood. <laughs> I've got a bandage around He's got blood on him from punching uh yeah, I probably have some blood from bandaging him too. Yeah, so, and I probably miss him probably asleep because that would be my probably you know was like. <laughs> so I guess the question is, did you stop by your cabin and change? Change. That was up. going to be my question. Or are you just going to wander into the galley amongst the other passengers covered in oh, the, 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 body fluid? Yeah, not on my mentally thought right now. I'm smoking and involving <laughs> everyone else. Smoking, drinking, going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> People dying. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, just the bottle. <laughs> And as you knock on the door, mm-hmm. Lady Wilhelm, one of her maids, answers, Oh, Miss Moira, how can I help you? I'm, I've come to check on the, the, uh, the lady. The lady had very troubled sleep and is currently resting. May I speak with her? Well, I suppose you can, though she is sleeping right now. Resting, I don't know which one. It would just take a moment. I just want to examine the energies around her. All right. Princess <laughs> tilting her head. I think that's As you fast enter though. her first class <laughs> cabin, it's an even bigger one. one than yours. Well, There's another bedroom, and she opens the door, and you see that uh, Lady Wilhelm is currently in bed with the blankets up to her neck mm-hmm. at the moment. Her eyes closed, seeming to be resting. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm trying to look around, like inconspicuously look around the room, make sure the room is okay, and then I want to look at her as well. And of course, you know, feel the energies around her, make sure she's still breathing, you know, things like that. We're monsters, all of us. All right, so give me a uh, spot hidden check. Yes, I need it. Taking a look around, you see lots and lots of crystals and incense and religious symbols of different types and books and the like. And you take a look at Miss 
uh, Wilhelm, who appears to be sleeping rather peacefully. Mm-hmm. Then you realize she's not moving. As in not breathing? As in not breathing, it seems. Or maybe she is, you're not sure. But there's Put a my hand in front of her face. You, you're going up and putting your hand... I'm putting my hand right here, because if she's breathing, I'm going to feel it out of either her nose or her mouth. <clears throat> All right. As you touch... Not trying to touch her. Okay. I'm just putting it like maybe half an inch in front of her face. Half an inch in front of her face. You don't feel anything coming out. At least you're pretty sure you don't. Do you have any? You gonna? I was gonna check for a pulse. So you you do, do reach down. Do you know how to check for a pulse? You touch her neck. Mm-hmm. Her head goes. And just rolls off of the bed. Give me a sanity. Oh my god! <laughs> this is a great game. <laughs> I rolled a three. I think I'm okay. So you only lose a point of sanity. <laughs> and I scream really, really loud. Blood kind of goes and just congealed seeps out over the floor. I can go solve mysteries on my own. Uh, I remember a character doing that all the time. I remember the bad things that happened. <laughs> and suddenly the maid comes running into the room with you. What, what, what's going on? What's the problem? Did you just see the head just lying on the floor? Oh. Oh. Well, I suppose now you know, she says, looking oh, at you. Better <laughs> <laughs> scream louder. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm out. You gonna try to run past her? Hell yeah! What's your dex? Uh, my dex is a 16. Okay, yours is a 14. You're fast Ooh. like a freak. Fast like a freak, run for your roll. Nice people gotta know how to run. <laughs> roll under your dex times five. <laughs> actually, we'll, actually, what we'll do is we'll roll dex. We'll do a resistance roll to see if you can try to Ooh. run faster. The 16 versus the 14. You should just take the head and swing it around. Like no! It's probably a 16. Don't worry, you don't you have comment skills. I don't have any comment skills. I'm, I'm an exotic Pardon. weapon master. I can kill her with that head. I'm just a fake. <laughs> Okay, you have to roll under a 60%. See, I, I know. 37. All right, so you managed to throw her to the side uh-huh. and start running. She's running after you now. I'm running to where I know there are people. So as yeah. you're running out, her action is to try to grapple you. Yeah. Personally, everyone moves the same speed. He, even he technically moves the same speed as everyone else. That's silly. Well... It, it's a, there's certain she misses trying to grab you. Okay. Are you gonna just keep full on? Oh yeah. Running. I'm gonna keep running towards the galley because that's where I know where everybody else is. Keep screaming. All right. And she screaming. Tries and one screaming more a time. lot. This time Uh-oh. she grabs you. She's got a hold on you. This way I can dodge that at all. You can make a dodge roll. You can make a dodge roll if you hit her. Then you can take another grapple check yep. to try to throw her off an opposed one. Yep. Uh, what's the difference? Or you can try to punch her. It just it comes down to what your, punch, your dodge and your grapple are. Well, I have dodge. Well, you also have punch and grapple. Yeah. Just. But uh, if you don't have punch or grapple, and you do have dodge, you're probably just trying to dodge. I'll probably just try and dodge. What is it? Dex times. What is that? Dex, Dex times 10. 2%. 
Yeah. So that's what your default dodge is. So double your dex and roll. You have to roll under double your dex. Or Which is 32. Yeah. That's 32. So you have to roll. What about the skill? That, that's the, the, the skill. The skill. Oh, how many points did you put in the skill? 35. Ooh. Then you have a 67% chance to dodge. Sure, that's, uh, that's, that's not bad. Oh, you don't, though. <laughs> 89. Oh, oh dear. And her action, then, is to yank you down onto the ground. Oh, this is and she climbs atop you now. Mm-hmm. You are now under her, no less. <laughs> are you getting him ready? What are you going to do? You're going to try to overpower her? Yeah. Okay. What's your strike? Oh. As he rises up well, from the depths of the... Never mind. Never mind. As much as I think Joe should... Close the alarm, Joe. Stay down there. the time, I'm not going to stop though. screaming. So... Yeah, the knife just going to roll well. In the, in the hopes <laughs> oh, that someone might hear me. <laughs> the rest of you roll listen. Oh, good. Please. What? No chance in hell. I got oh, it. I win at yes. that. I still got an 18. You went listening? I went out listening. <laughs> Rondo will make you win at listening. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, roll off after her then. Okay, you have to roll under 50%. Uh, 10. Okay, so you managed to get back up to your standing position. Mm-hmm. She's going to try to force you back down again. <laughs> she goes, well, bam. And slaps you back down. Um, who got, who made the listen check? You two hear it, it, Myra's scream. Do you hear the screaming? Yes. The what? Quickly. Someone's screaming. Okay, yes. so go ahead and try to roll. What I'm rolling there again? 50%. This is now an overpowering. Nope. This time you know. Now she reaches up and pulls out a knife. Shit. That's her action? That's her action to draw her knife. Does it roll over under 50 again? Yes. Try to throw her off. 47? Okay. But now she doesn't like it. And she manages to graze you with the knife. Oh. Doing three points of damage to you. That's not a graze. That's all. Her. No. Well, she doesn't have size. It's just a flashlight. So then it's only uh, two points of damage. She's like, and manages to stab you a little. You you come running, if you're running ahead first, you come running, and then also you see uh, Professor Blake comes around the corner as well. Book under hand. You just stare at each other from across the hall with them in the middle. Uh, what the devil is going on? Still screaming. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, I can the- start throwing knockout blows, but, you know, I think I'll soften her up with one of those head crushers first. <laughs> <laughs> we got one alive. Exactly. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Good point. Well, since she's busy grappling, I think... Actually, she's grappling. I can start grappling her fairly easy. She's a woman. She's small. So I'll try and grab her hand. Okay. De-knife her. Go ahead and roll, try that. roll the grapple. Go for disarm. Uh, I didn't. Wait. Oh, I did. 23. I did. Got her in a grapple. Good. 
try and break her wrist. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to break out, fails. You want to just try to inflict damage now? Uh, well, if we get the knife out of her hand, breaking her wrist. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's kind of what my thought would be. Like, oh well. Well, can you pull a shot or get the knife? Disarm. Oh, come on, don't no try to help come. Now you can make another grapple check to just yank the knife out. Well, there's oh, there's one more monster. Didn't grapple too good though. How about dealing damage? I mean, um, it has to mean something. <laughs> Whatever involves the least rolling on my part is good. Yeah, but I already. I don't have a good grapple. I got lucky on that grapple. It's a one in four chance of me doing another grapple. I'll just do whatever's easy. You have to do another special grapple. Okay. So no matter what you do, you have to do another grapple. I should have just hit her. Unless I can hit her while I'm grappling her. Kick her. So if she's going to start to fight and grapple, I roll around for a very long time until one of them dies. Okay. No, there's a lot of things she can do. I didn't. Like knocking people down and solve that for free uh, in mobile. You didn't get it? No. I didn't get it. Okay. Dr. Blake suddenly pulls out a gun. Oh. Let go of her, he says. I don't know which her is being <laughs> so I'm just like, well, uh, I'm going to hope he's on my side. Are you going to let go? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, she goes to stab you now, Shane. I kind of figured as much. Is there some point where I get to get out from underneath this? Well, mess? what are you going? Actually, you get to go first. What are you going to try to do? Break free? Hell yeah! Then roll your. I remember roll from now on, well, just gotta, kill them. Don't fuck around. Do I roll under fifty again, or am I rolling something else? Uh, roll your grapple now. So it's under twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to assume this guy's a good on. guy. Just as a note, I was also rolling there. <laughs> I yeah, he was, he was wheeling his his uh, his cripple self down there. I don't know if any of those other people who were like, what, you heard screaming, also decided to come along. You know, if I had a really... Yeah, like, just roll your under 50% for the strike. Good grapple. Uh, I think what we should do is a teamwork. Okay, I'll like, stick your hand in the spokes and you can just it's roll. Actually, she's it. grappling you. He's grappling her. And you're all... Grrr, like <laughs> that right now, wrestling around. So mm-hmm. I'm under her and he's on top of mm-hmm. her. Nice. This is funny stuff. <laughs> Dear good penthouse, you probably wouldn't believe what's been happening. Uh-oh. I'm getting stabbed. No, you're getting shot. I'm getting shot? Oh, you think I'm getting shot? I think you're getting shot. Well, first there's a stab, and then there's a Well, if this guy's got a gun, we're fucked. Then he wants to kill us. Yeah, because, of course, we couldn't have weapons on the ship except him, you know. Well, we didn't come on the ship to commit murder. This is true. We had absolutely. We didn't have enemies coming after us on the ship. Oh, we had enemies coming after us on the ship. Personal enemies. Okay, shot rings out, Mm -hmm. and the woman in between the both of you gets shot, so there's just. Ah! Gets shot. (sighs) Back that one, Joe. And oh, I thought it was them. Then, uh, man, that was tense. What are you going to do? I'll hit her. Just hit her, hit her, or not? You, you, you got to do the grapple, or you got to let go of the grapple. Then. Oh, 
I, I still had the grapple, even yes. by failing the grapple. Yep. Oh, just gonna take the knife away. Then if I want to try and get the knife out of her hand, I'll try grappling again because mm-hmm. I don't want to let her go. She might do things, and I didn't do it. Okay. What are you mm. gonna try to get free again? Um, if I'm still stuck underneath her, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. It's wrong. gonna be a grapple to either get it's out from under her. It's gonna be a to get out. You have to roll um, fifty yeah. for that. Okay, then I'll do that then. Because if it was just gonna be another grapple, I was just gonna try and grapple the knife out of her okay. hand. But if it's a better chance of me actually mm-hmm. getting away from her, I'll do that. And I still fail. Seventy-six. <laughs> Shot goes wild. <laughs> Are any now? You all hear the gunshots. I'll start heading towards the gunshot. Okay. I got lost somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Are you on your way down there? I, had, I followed dead. in. Yeah, but I was just assuming because you're slower because you're in a wheelchair. I realized that, but it was now you're there. Of the, okay. <laughs> you're now wheeling onto the scene. I, I will <laughs> wheel full speed at the group in front of me, and I'll ram them all with my <laughs> <laughs> Because that is funny. Uh, and we need some levity in this game. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Some of you just channeling you with your knocking everyone over. No, they've saw <laughs> this pile of bodies. I will knock you all ramped into by a wheelchair. See, like we caused <laughs> all three of you to tumble over. The extra choreographing of this scene though, it does it's seem much more dramatic. Professor Blake runs up to the pile so. and jams the gun into the girl and fires again. And goes blam, 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 blam. She made sure. You got her. <laughs> um, and she just kind of, her blood goes, yeah. It just sprays all over both of you. Does that require a sanity roll? Nah, it, it's a gun. Yeah, no. It's not madness. As long as she wasn't on me when he was shooting her. I would have to say that that was a little bit Overhead. overzealous. You have to make sure with these types. He suddenly says. These types... Everyone give me a spot hidden roll now. <laughs> yes, you two are yep. now running Got it. down. <laughs> All you see around the corner, mm-hmm. Officer yeah. Armstrong with his gun out, leveling it. <laughs> oh shit. <clears throat> Look out, I will just like well wait, we're probably not going to actually Well you two are Oh, we're coming down there. Oh. And those who made the spot see didn't see Armstrong oh, pull out his gun. Can we tell who he's aiming it for? Oh, we don't. Your direction. Don't you. Put them again. Because he seems too dumb to be a cultist. I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. So. I'm just going to say. Yeah, he might just be fine. Flat. Okay. Did you remember, should me and Mike have made the spot hidden roll? Or? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I'm, I made it. I rolled that. Okay, so. Uh, how far away is he? He's about 15 yards. And they're in between us and him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? Charge him? I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. I'll <laughs> charge him out with a gun. I don't want to play. Uh, I'll use the grenade. It's a human shield. What'd you say? Back in, back in the bed. Um, I will shout warnings. <laughs> yeah. So I should make a ruckus. How far is the door to Lady What's Her Face's room? Um. Actually, no. I know what I will do. What? I will run. Pa- I will try and run to where they are and open the fucking doors. <laughs> well, it's sort of like cover. Okay. I will. I will try and interpose myself between um, Blake and the bullets, as Blake might explain what's going on. Okay. Blake gets shot. <clears throat> oh. Fuck. Damn. The door didn't help. 
Well, you ran by and opened the door, but the door doesn't cover the entire hallway. Hallway. <clears throat> and the person with the gun out gets the first action uh, that's true. under the right system. Up. That's true. right, right. <clears throat> so suddenly, Bastard. light gets shot. Just <laughs> ah, ah, right in his shoulder and falls down to one knee. Drop the gun right there, Darky. Oh. Officer no. Armstrong says. All of you, just stop right here, right here. Oh my god, this poor woman's been murdered. Murder, I bet you this is the one is behind all those murders too. Probably partners with that jack boy. This poor woman um, was trying to stab her. Yes. And the lady is dead. It is quite good that lady. you find yourself well, making she, accusations She points a real shaky hand towards... Uh, Officer Lady, uh, Wilhelm's. Lady Wilhelm's room. <laughs> Love it when the talkie said, Stop, police. <laughs> Officer Armstrong makes his way into the room. Does anybody come with him? I will roll after him. <laughs> okay. Will, since I was one founder. He's passed. <sighs> I will check on Blake. Uh, Blake. Okay. Can you do a first stage roll on him? Yeah, I'll use my other sleeve. That's other sleeve. No, no, no. Over the muscle, muscle shirt look. I look at the splattered brains of the yep, maiden. And uh, <laughs> you are a damn good doctor. I'm an 80. Roll your die three to restore hit points. Woo! Ah, oh, thanks. Oh, god damn, stupid cracker. Yeah. I don't want to throw him overboard, but that's not going to go well. So those of you who enter the room mm-hmm. and then look in, oh, see the on. head on the floor, make a sanity roll. My word. Do I have to make a sanity roll? No, because you've that. already seen it. That's fine. I, I've been trying. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you made it? No. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Time for some sanity loss. What you got for me, Dave? Holy crap. It should be a die four. Most monsters die four. Oh, it's die two. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> just thinking, no, I was like, oh, that's, that's a, a bit nasty. How much was it? You lose two hip, two sanity points. I've hit five. That's five. I'm getting loopy. They're <laughs> <laughs> at 55 now, huh? I don't know what that does. Well, you didn't hit, yet. You, you've hit five total for the entire game. Yep. Yeah. But you didn't hit it all in one day. So uh, just kind of like, uh, uh, However, the, the, the sight is quite shocking. You need your happy pills. <laughs> I, I shake and sputter. <laughs> I'm out in the fall. Still swearing Chinese. Oh, dear Lord! Awesome. <laughs> 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 Officer Armstrong makes his way back. Did he lose the sanity point? Oh! <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he lost two of them. <laughs> he lost two. So, oh! Not to mention all the other sanity he's, he's yeah. lost up to this point. Yeah. Oh. I would have to wonder how much Uh-oh. that knife, uh, 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 Mr. Armstrong, are you alright, Mr. Mr. Armstrong, would match. He starts sh- his hand shaking as he's looking longingly at his gun right now. Mrs. We're the only ones in the room with him, right? Well, he walked outside. He walked, he walked, he walked out, out the door. Mr. Armstrong. He looks down at the the body with its head exploded from the multiple rounds and the the head in there. 
oh, this trip isn't making much sense anymore. Mr. Armstrong, if I might say, um, I have some very excellent brandy up back at the gallery. I suggest that perhaps the two, you and I should go up there. Brandy! Yes. Brandy! Yes. Brandy! Yes, come along. Like this. Just, um... I've got a gun. I, I, I know you <laughs> I'm an officer of the law. You are. Ship. You are indeed. You are a figure of authority on this ship. I, Everyone is relying on you. Everyone's relying on me. No, that didn't come out right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. Nice job. It's all right. It is. It will be all right. Everyone's dying. No. No one believes me when I say who it is. It's just sometimes. Well, oh, I need to get a drink. Yes, yes. Perhaps. He wanders off. Or that is the best course. Put down your gun and go and gun? get a drink. Maybe not, but getting him out of the way means we may actually get down to the heart of matters. Remember to carry a gun while now he's white. He keeps the gun at his side, shaking like this as he starts to walk off. Right. I'm not going to try and take the gun away from him. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try and murder him. So, let's, uh, let's search this room now, because um, I'd feel bad if he wanted to kill himself, but uh, I'm sick of getting separated from the party. So, well, I'm gonna. So he has the right idea. I'm gonna start rummaging through the room. No, because there might be some clues. Okay. What the, um, what's going on? What's going on? What bad things are going on? Bad things indeed, and they're just gonna get worse. Jack killed Liz. Oh, fuck. something about Starheart willingly. They killed her, threw her into the turbines. They've opened the doorway. We're and all dead. The boat's slowing down. We're all no, we're all dead. Dead? All of us are dead. I tried to stop them. I did. I tried to find them. But they must have conducted the ritual. Well, I disrupted it last night when the seance was going on. Was the perfect time to hide it. Damn it! What's going on? What's going to happen to this ship? Just then, the ship goes to a full and complete stop. As in, like it slows down, or as in, like it hits something? As if it hits something. <laughs> oh, you're tumbling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's this falling. I tumble over. Mechanic well, screams. Ray. And you notice now the mist kind of just completely blows up and envelops all of the ship. A warm alarm bells start going off all over the ship everywhere. Emergency lighting starts to come on. This is well, that's no certainly isn't good. This seem to have hit something comes over the. Um, we're not taking on any water though, so don't panic. A strange fog seems to have built up. Everyone simply remain calm, remain in your quarters, and wait until this pass. Just then it goes off. Now would be the time to go for navigation. 
and all the lights just go and go off. I don't want to go I don't think that would be a good idea either. I think perhaps we should say what we can do from here. Oh! Dr. Blake says, running his fingers up through his hair. As he starts looking more and more crazy, I'm He just shakes his head like this. Sort of reach down and make pull that gun away from him. What's empty? I think. I don't know. He fired like six bullets. He fired over six bullets. So he emptied his ass. foot, didn't Or he yeah. emptied his, uh, well, He fired seven there. shots, so that means it might have nine. Dr. Blake. Is the book there? Can I make an idea, yes. Ross? What are you trying to figure out? Well, it says, Hunches and the ability to interpret the obvious. What is it you want to clue towards? Though? I'm just trying to, to take everything... I'm basically trying trying to take everything that's been going on and try and get some kind of, I don't know, idea. Bearing. Like yeah, bearing. Okay, make a uh, idea roll then. Oh, wait, no, that's oh, a nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as he takes the book and throws it open, the title is is visible, and it says, Nameless Cults, upon it. It's not Latin, it's in English, actually. Oh, but it looks like it's very old English, and it was written by hand. And you're pretty sure there's a cult aboard this ship, and they've probably performed some matter of ritual, and they have been the last yeah. couple of days. So, a cult, so it's not just one maniac, it's a cult of killers. There's a cult aboard this ship. Do you know who they are? Well, obviously, Jack was one of them. Jack should be Can held check up her somewhere. Body? I believe he was taken to be treated by Dr. Body. The woman that oh, he pulled the brains out of that's laying in the hallway? She was obviously a member. Obviously, but is she carrying anything other than a knife? Searching her body, patting it down, you don't find anything else. What kind of knife was she carrying? This uh, butcher knife. Oh. Yeah. So they're just here for a ritual slaughter? Is it possible they're all coming from the kitchen? Both using the same kind of knives. Well, those could be cheap knife. You said person. that uh, Dr. Cobble was supposed to be treating Jack where? Assuming the brig. The brig. All right, then I suppose. We probably can see if he's still where we should go. At. Do you have any idea who the rest of these cultists might be? Or is it? Could be anyone who wasn't present at the seance. Maybe they were at the seance just to throw me off. I don't know. So you came onto the boat following them? Yes. I didn't know how many there were. I thought I could stop them before a catastrophe happened. What's happened? Okay. The first thing that happened was the key. The ritual slaughter that, that happened on the ship. The ship is carrying an artifact. The artifact is known as the key. That's what it's known as. Uh, some have called it the key of Solomon. Some have called it several other things. It's hidden somewhere, and the cult is using it. And they use the ritual sacrifice to turn the key, which is the lock, to open the doorway. The doorway to another dimension. Why? Another dimension. To 
beat us all to their god. So they're slaughtering people in order... Well, I suppose it makes perfect sense if you're insane. So, what else is still... hasn't happened yet, then? Well, they have to... if they've opened the doorway, they just have to call the god here. So, one last ritual? Yes. So we'd have to find it. What would it take to do the ritual? Do you have any idea? Ritual sacrifice, orgiastic rites... We should check navigation then. Oh, Jack, maybe Jack first. Uh, maybe three of us to navigation, three of us to where Jack is. Fine. That sounds good. And the doctor can come with someone. As I realize there's seven of us. Just then, an explosion rips through the ship. You feel the ship shudder. <laughs> it seems to come from below decks. That was engineering. Something's happened down there. One of the boilers just blew. This mentioning we were losing pressure. They're probably running too hot. Well, so I we're stuck suppose here. that means that well, the ship could be sinking now, and that just all right look. wouldn't help. I don't know. Okay, well, I have a feeling something's going on in navigation, so... I'm willing to go to navigation. I'll go to navigation. I will go with you as... All right. It is on this deck. You, Moira, and Mr... An unnatural aurora borealis happens in the skies above you. And it seems to be nighttime now, with this fog obscuring everything. So the sky's glowing. Yes. All right. Mr. Way, Doctor... Find Jack. Right. So who's going after Jack and who's heading towards navigation? Navigation. We're going to navigation. These, These two, two are taking um, Blake. Blake and heading to the bridge. Jackets. Okay. So three of you heading towards uh, navigation. Begin to make your way through the halls slowly. Your feet echoing. You start to hear screams coming from different hallways and the like. Do you ignore them, or do you head towards the source of the nearest screen? Like, blood-curdling screams, just like... Uh, you hear a blood-curdling scream. If there's a blood-curdling scream, I would say go and check it just yeah, in case they're doing whatever ritual they're supposed to be doing. Then. <clears throat> As you head towards the direction of the screen... <clears throat> You see, you come across the aft deck where it's over the place of the water. Mm-hmm. So we're outside. Mm-hmm. And you see the <clears throat> body of Bud Thornton laying on the ground. He's going, <coughs> blood is pouring from his neck. Mm-hmm. And he's been stabbed several times. And you see Nina Thornton backing away from a young man who's got greasy black hair who is holding a knife in his hand and is approaching her. 
They're all about the knives. <laughs> yeah, Um, did Blake's, Blake's pistol, how many more rounds were in Blake's pistol? <laughs> you took his pistol? I did, when he was acting. Okay, he's got two more rounds in it, apparently. Okay. Um, I will raise up the pistol. <laughs> Young man, put down the knife. He whirls around and looks towards you. And just kind of grins. You can't shoot that thing before I stab you, old man. Shoot him. I would count on that. He looks like a person from the lower deck. Oh, and then I shoot him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've overcome my prejudice against race, but never against poor people. (laughs) You can make a buck, you're good in my book. I rolled a 28. Is that a Oh, yes. A very good shot. Okay, I rolled one die ten for damage. Okay. Guess what? He gets a nine. Okay. Ow! Blam! Ah! He screams. You can't even lift that. He drops the knife (laughs) and starts to run. That's good. Suppose give chase. I'll pick up the knife. You pick up the knife, but yeah. don't be bad. You're gonna start chasing him. Yeah, maybe it's going somewhere that's important. Okay. Meanwhile, two of you with Blake, weaponless, unless you grab the knife or. I was actually thinking of pocketing it as soon as the police officer started acting crazy. Because ah. <laughs> I was like, this guy's going to come after me. Going uh, around kill him before several tunnels, or several different, you make your way to the break. When you get there, you see the door is open, oh, and the bodies of Thompson and Reynolds are on the ground, their throats slit in pools of blood. And their guns are gone. No, the guns are at their side. Sweet. <laughs> Weapon jet. So, Cobble's one of them, isn't he? I don't know. But I would think. <sighs> like, I... Um, I had a rifle in the army. I'm no good with any of these. Uh, I believe the professor took your handgun. Uh-oh. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that a bad idea? <laughs> Well, worse. he probably would shoot himself. He just won't hit anything else either. <laughs> but then again, I don't know if the Chinaman knows how to shoot a gun either. Everybody knows how to shoot a gun in the general He's way of point shit. I will keep killing cultists until I get my Mark Y back. <laughs> <laughs> sure it's in the lower decks. And hitting the water. As you're giving chase to him, um, give me a. Uh, I guess this will be your dex versus his dex. What's your dex? Uh, my dex is 14. He dropped the knife. He got shot. He dropped the knife because he got fucking shot. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's more alone that he got shot than he dropped the knife. I got the knife. I'm Really? That's just like everyone has a base fire. Maybe I think everyone just, has a base. You know, I'm okay. Nine. 34 yeah, pirates down there. More than the fire. I'm pretty sure it's actually questions. You have to roll in there a 55. Walk it off. <laughs> Walk it off. <laughs> is it 19 or 13? Uh, 18. Okay, uh, you catch up with him. What are you going to do when you catch up to him? I will attempt to knock out Blow. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. We got that. Now that we can. Well, I mean, that, that maid, she's dead or dead. <laughs> I, who cares? Real dead. We ain't gonna interview with any of these cultists. We're just gonna start killing them now. Because, uh, well. They're cultists. It's like, so, tell us your plans. <laughs> well, you roll to hit them first. Okay. I hit them. I hit them good. Okay, now roll good. your damage. Uh, divide by two again. Yeah, two, so four. Two, two is four. So you have to roll under 55 to, uh... Not kill him? Hell no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, running oh. up... Oh, it was no. That was just, that was the third vertebrae. <laughs> so as you crack and punch him, he goes ah and falls to the ground and dies from punch. <laughs> it, it was like really his adrenaline was keeping him going, and when he tripped, it it, it went away. I don't know. I punched him, and he you know fell and head cracked right on the railing. We just don't that realize that these sense. English gentlemen often say things like "shoryuken" before they hit people. <laughs> <laughs> so. <clears throat> oh, he just came out of nowhere and oh my god Bud's oh, dead he killed Bud uh, well, so it was an obvious way he was heading he was just heading away so he had back he killed Bud yes it would seem that there are quite a few yeah, I'm, people I'm assuming Bud's just let out so. mm-hmm. everyone give me a spot hidden check well, is, except for Mike and yeah. Shane Thornton oh, I would advise you to return to your captain 79 not even close I missed my mind. Okay. Is there anything in here? Suddenly, Miss no. Nina's head gets separated from her body. <laughs> what the hell? You just suddenly see, and the head goes flap and hits the side of the boat. Her body kind of gyrates, blood spewing out the top, and then it falls down, and you see what's behind her. You see a large, nine-foot, broad-shouldered, scaly, blue, muscular-looking monster that just kind of growls when it looks at you. Oh, crap. I, Give um, me sanity rolls. Dead bro for you. 52. Uh, 94. Okay, so well, you know, you probably lost that badly. a little bit. I can roll. Who's thirty? One is there. This is creepy. I mean, uh, I'm doing me go crazy. I lose some sanity. Oh yeah, you will lose some. It's just not tons. But but I will not immediately go batshit insane. No, that's Sean. Yes. I will, however, be dead within the next probably five minutes, so it's okay. <laughs> roll, it's okay if you're roll for that, all your work later. Hey, remember, you move the same speed as everyone up. It's just when they resist those who made it, they uh, they don't lose any sanity. Fishman, holy crap, Sean, you lose one. Oh, you got lucky on me now, <laughs> dude. That's not fishman. It's still a horrifying sight <laughs> for all of you. That guy just goes and. Just he growls at all of you as it just decapitated someone. Pivot knife. Good lord. <laughs> Shoot it. What is that? What's pivot man? <laughs> what? Pivot man. That's the. T- no! I'm. Dun, 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 in, my, in my effort to run, mm-hmm. um, I'm one going time. to. Uh, in fact, it's pivot, not grab, on those two. Grab his chair. Oh, yeah. Okay. Try to grab his chair and push him. And run with it. Okay. 
good that makes it less likely that, you know, you will catch me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know that you're so caring. Luckily, I am. those two both but have backup characters. I'm a little unhinged. See, well, see, if we wanted to be real dicks, we would just knock your chair over and then run. <laughs> like, really. This is pretty pulse-pounding action-filled game of investigative horror. <laughs> well, it's running a uh, one yeah. shot, so... Yeah. We're, not really, we're not really investigating we're so much. We're not investigating so much as having bad things going yes. on red. We're, we're attempting <laughs> to survive. A sphere goes flying and narrowly misses, hitting off the walls, and three of you run. Are you running in any direction in particular? Uh, the way the sphere came. <laughs> the oh. other direction. All right. Meanwhile, the two of you begin making your way through the tunnels. Where are you headed now? Well, I was thinking we were going to head back to find them. So hopefully we'll meet up on the way. Where is the most likely place they would hold this ritual? Down below where the explosion was? Probably. I'd think it'd be down below somewhere they'd have room for orgiastic ritual, I guess. Does does that that make sense? (laughs) I think we lost him. Yeah, he's crazy. Well, what other big rooms are there on the ship? Unless they are in the Do they chant? Will it be loud? Okay, let's look for loud chanting and hope. Should we try down by where the explosion was? I think that's... Try getting an idea roll. Ooh, 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 ooh. Jim goes, ooh, that's uh, you. Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, I made it. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> um, you did have the dream of some orgiastic rite taking place in the navigation room. Back okay. up. There we are heading up the towards the navigation room upstairs. Thank you, Mr. Carter. Though you won't be born for like another couple of years, but, um. <laughs> oh, whatever. Well, that's right. Carter. Well, that's Carter. This is Carter. The why that so, coming to your mind? As you two are making Blake is making your way out. Wait, he's been waiting for like Blake six, seven years. Give you clock <laughs> device, and now he's gone. Brain me. Hmm. What about a clock device? Blake. He was there as a clock device to give us what we needed. And now his brain is turned to oatmeal. It's okay. Is that book? We may find a home if we survive this. <laughs> you just hope it's right in there. To you all give, you two give me a listen check. Uh oh. Huh? I got a zero zero. Is that a hundred or? Is that good or bad? Uh, that's, that's bad and bad. I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so neither of us hear anything. Okay. You've suddenly been struck in, struck in death. Dead. Uh, you don't. You're... Give me a spot hidden check. Uh, oh, fuck it. I need you guys to hear this anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> I get the spot hidden. You hear a female demons. scream coming down from another hallway. Okay. Back away. Are you going to investigate? You are also yes. Well, distracted. apparently. Yes. <laughs> you, you see... A woman, a young girl with blonde hair, looking pretty, kicking her feet like this, looking terrified Mm -hmm. as she's being dragged by her hair up a series of steps, and you just see the legs of Jack taking 
this woman up the stairs and around a corner to the upper deck. Jason, angry. Oh. I didn't kill him the first time. <laughs> Next time, similar. Yes. Come run up. You hear him talking. I'm going to give them, give you to them as a prize. You were supposed to be a bride, weren't you? One of those mail order ones for some European nobleman. You're going to be a bride all right in the end. No! No, please! All right. You see this as he's dragging her towards the side of the boat. You're just going to take a shot at him? Roll your... Uh, She's low enough. No, I'm not very you good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, three. You know, nope. <laughs> shot goes wild. Are you... You don't have the gun. <laughs> You're just gonna just, just blank. <laughs> just, just, just Blake doesn't take a shot. No. Should have took that gun. I'm no better with it than you are. <laughs> he rolls around suddenly, looking. <laughs> don't come near her. Don't come near us. He suddenly says as he puts the knife to her neck. I don't know. <laughs> I hate saying this one, but I'm kind of like, well, screwed. But totally screwed. Are you going to take a shot? <laughs> roll. One. <laughs> oh, wow. Roll to die ten. Oh my god. Shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> I got 16. So, his head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he falls over dead. Maybe he would have survived that shot if he'd been wearing like an iron mask or something. <laughs> and then I stab him repeatedly to gain sanity. Not. <laughs> Shane gained two sanity points. I feel so good. Yes. I feel better. The world's slightly better now. One less guy in it. No, I'm still with the All right. Well, I, I'm evidently still going away from the fishing. Just then, all of you now roll listen check. Not all of you, just those two. You should have. Now it matters. Uh oh, I got it. Okay. No. You hear? Yeah. Th- not for you guys, just for those two. Okay. Oh. oh. You hear a splash and then a thump Uh-oh. on the deck oh. behind you. Want to turn around? Yeah. Okay, give me sanity checks. <laughs> <laughs> I just gained it back for nothing. <laughs> but I made it. <laughs> I didn't. If he's turning, I will see him turn and then recoil in horror as... Oh, oh I made it at least. So you're both shocked and horrified <gasps> as you see this large, bulbous fish man go... And point towards the blonde-haired woman between you two. Run. <laughs> you start running? Yeah. I say it as an a general okay. mission. I'll run. You start to run. Dragon I pick her up. Run too. You're picking her up? Yes. What's your strength? Uh-oh. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. What's your strength? Not very you good. It's an only How about just drag? I hope. Okay. So well, I don't, okay, not picking. Lifting. Her like, to her feet. Oh. Dave. She's... Yeah, she has to her sanity. Okay, she just screams, but she's safe. Right. So you're going to take an action to try to lift her to what? her feet? Uh, yes. Okay. Deep one takes a swipe at you. Oh, I gotta shoot the damn thing now. Since I said run. And miss it. Just <laughs> big claw goes. I'll waste some bullets on it and make it angry. Okay. It's not like it'll go away. <clears throat> I mean, really, because loud noise. <laughs> 
I miss. <laughs> Pew! All right, what are you doing now? Uh, once she's up, mm-hmm. I uh, grab her hand and run. Run, run. Takes another swipe at you. Yes! Right, you're trying to yep. drag her with you. Hit you. Ow. You suck. I'm not sorry, you explode. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Just a flipper. The seven points of damage. Painful. As it rakes the claw down the back. Take right. another shot. Yeah, because he's tough. Move. He's damn tough. Fudge. Didn't get it. Most not people not, not that good with a handgun. Are you How keeping track of your bullets? It's 15. Not really. Not you should be keeping track of your Probably four gone now, then. Okay. Yeah. Then up, I've got a shot on current level. One's that really worked. worked. Two shots on uh, the deep one, neither of which connected. So I probably have, what, two shots left if this is a revolver? Probably if it's a revolver. <laughs> I assume it's, it's not a revolver. What is it? It's a, it's a uh... I don't know what number for right six. No, it's nine shots. It's something divided by two. Yeah, 1911. Yeah, Colt 1911. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's nine. So I have more shots than six. That's good. Okay, so Deep One takes a swipe at you, and you go running off. The girl starts running too. I'll start running after ineffectually shooting at it, even though, unless I can run at full speed and shoot too. I don't know how that works. You can run and shoot, but it'll throw its spear at you. Oh, well. Misses. I'll still do it, because okay. no reason not to in case it hurts it. I got a seven. I hit it. Woo. What's your skill? Twenty. Okay, that's not an impale. So good. So roll your damage. One by ten. Four. So you shoot it. It goes... It looks very pissed off. It's, it's got a bleeding hole in it. And now it starts to chase. Oh. It was chasing anyway. <laughs> I think it was. <clears throat> oh, well. Well, you took its woman. Then you shot it. And then you shot it. It's really not happy with you. Um, Blake takes a shot at it. Oh. He hits it. Thank you, Blake, for becoming helpful. Well, taking a shot. And he goes, and shoots the fucker in the head. Oh. <laughs> oh! It just looks really, really pissed off, but it's missing an eye now. Blood is leaking down. It's, right. it's still coming! It's still coming! And it runs up and takes a swipe at Blake. Noble it's sacrifice. Him. Oh, Blake. Is this when the, the black dude dies? <laughs> Might be. I'm... <laughs> Possibly still running. <laughs> oh, because you made it. <laughs> it takes a good meaty chunk out of him, but he's still up. I'll try. Do I have more penalties on this? Shoot it again. This is the one that has no penalties. Damn it. I missed. What? Okay. Yeah, you're unconscious here. What no, are you doing, Mike? Still running? Um, I don't... I, I, I can throw the girl at him, but... um, <laughs> for okay. my work. You haven't stopped? You're, you're, you haven't stopped yes. then? Because these two are kind of fighting it? I, well, I... I don't have a gun. But you have a girl. Win. Don't don't worry about it. I will. Okay. I will get her to say, guys, let let it go. He misses with his gunshot against it. You get your gunshot. I miss. Okay. Takes a swipe at Blake. Hits him again. Probably. And this time it goes and shoves its claws into his belly grips its hand into a fist and then yanks a string of intestine straight out of his stomach, dripping the meaty gore onto the ground. Blake's body falls to its knees 
and then falls over quite dead. Crap. <laughs> I guess it's running time again. <laughs> Is that still further That's away? That's horrifying. Uh, <clears throat> Alright. Guess I'll run. And if it chases, I'll gun. If it sits there goring him, uh, that sucks. Oh, uh, well, your luck. Yay! I got it. It seems to stop and then just start to ravage and rip his body into smaller chunks. I don't think I can kill it. <laughs> yeah, I've lost the other gun, too. I have. Mm-hmm. And the book. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are Maybe awesome. the book will be there when you come back, if you're not So, there. back to the other group. Running time. Yes. Whatever. We're running. This is you guys have running. ran enough. You, losing. you come across Father Taggart now, who's bleeding from a wound in his shoulder. What, what's going on? Is it on? a stab wound, or is it a gunshot wound? <clears throat> it's a fin wound. It is a... Uh, you can't tell, because he's got it wrapped. Uh-huh. Mm. He's got something wrapped around it. But he is holding a shotgun. Oh, okay. Oh, and awesome. Not a cultist. He was like, stop! Stop right there! Father, do not shoot us! Ah! The thing! What thing? There was some sort of <laughs> creature. <laughs> you, you don't see it. Blue thing. I don't even know what's going on anymore. We need to get to navigation. There is a group of crazy people killing everybody on the ship. Just then, you two, with the girl in tow, come around the corner. Oh god. Blake's dead. Oh god. What? It ripped him apart. It, Big. It, it, it ripped him apart. Both of, the, both of the Texans are dead, too. Tore him open. Oh god. Alright. We've, we've, we've got to stop them. Let's get to navigation. If that doesn't work, let's try and find a boat or something. The ship then lurches to the side, throwing all of you to your sides. <laughs> And then lurches back. <laughs> as if really something need... was moving it. Now we really need to get navigation. Yeah. I don't know if that's I'm still pushing him. Right. I, I can't find I can't find Lopez. I don't know where she is. Everyone seemed to go mad. Half of them have knives, and I don't even know what the other half are doing. This godlessness. Look, if if I understand what's going on right, these people are doing some kind of ritual. Some if, satanic ritual? Yes, and if we can stop it, we can save a lot of people. That should be a navigation. Let's head that way. And let's not stop. Just trying not to think about any of the other parts of this. <laughs> I'm going to keep pushing his wheelchair. Because it's probably faster than the We should go through the galley. Way. It's the fastest way. Is there a way to, to navigation through the galley? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you begin keeping together. Once more, you hear off further in the distance, not coming from where strange noises. You hear dripping sounds. You hear screams. The strange mist seems to be everywhere now. I'm not getting sidetracked by screams again, because all that means is that there's fish guys that are going to try and kill us. So, pressing forward... You make your way through the galley. You see lots of tables have been overturned. You see a couple of bodies laying there, stab wounds evident all over them. Anyone we recognize? <clears throat> among the... You see a lot of bodies you don't recognize, but among uh, one of them, you see first uh, mate Horatio. 
is lying dead on the ground, several stab wounds in his body. And then you see, sitting at the bar, doing shots of whiskey, is Officer Armstrong. Gun still in his hand, shakily, as he's drinking. And he whirls in his seat and looks over towards all of you. (sighs) Too much trouble's been going on at this ship here. Yeah. And I blame all of you. For being the ones that have done it. Uh, Officer Armstrong. Officer Armstrong, you need to calm yourself. I'll calm myself in a moment. But I want her. She's pretty. We're going to need to institute a new breeding program if we're going to survive. I think not. I think so, Missy. You don't need her. Just give her to me. Officer, clearly you have gone insane. (laughs) I'm not insane. I'm the sanest man here. That was real convincing. There you go. International waters. (laughs) (laughs) Make your roll I'm so not making this roll I'm just going to hope everybody else listens when I say it You know I didn't make it Okay, so I can tell you just wish you were saying diplomatic immunity that's pretty close. He returns fire. Okay, that's good. He's shooting you and not While me. he's distracted, I will also shoot him. Oh, good. Because, uh, you know, we're we're distracted. Distracted. you got a gun? I have one bullet left in my gun. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. One clown left. His shot goes wide. Good. I roll a two. Yay! You yeah, hit with one. Good. Because roll two die ten. Yeah. <laughs> So he's the one guy who had a bullet at Pickett's yeah, charge. Right. So yeah, apparently. Uh, eight and six, so that's 12, 14. Okay, so. Your <laughs> gun falls out of his hand. He falls down to his knees and falls over. That's one crazy ass guy. The young blonde woman backs up against a wall near a window doing this. Suddenly a hand reaches around, big, muscular, and fish-like, grabs her by the hair, and yanks her out the window. Oh, my lord. She screams as you see her disappear. And then you hear her screaming, No, 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 please, no! I don't know what's going on with the rest of these guys, but I'm going to continue. Because it seems to have something far worse in mind than killing her. Yeah, I'm assuming. I'm going to grab Colonel Sanders and keep running for, uh... I'm going to go get Crazy Pants' gun. I got it. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Oh, I told you got it already. I'm going to keep running for navigation. Okay, let's let's do it. We're going through the galley. Now you Taking find yourselves... Crazy. McTaggart holding the gun in his hand. Yep. Heading down the hall, you I'm see right navigation right. up ahead. I'm out. And you'll see you lights yes. flickering on yeah. and off in it. Incandescent light or flame light? Incandescent. Okay. Giving it a strobe effect. God, I wish I could And you see there's blood smeared all over the window, so you can't really see what's going on inside. There's a body of the helmsman laying outside 
It's been stabbed to death. And you hear the sound of chanting and passionate moans and squelching noises being made. We're going to open the door. I think we're going to kill everything inside. <laughs> Is anyone else opposed to this plan? I don't know how many. I don't know if are. I'll have my eyes open when I do it. But <laughs> I guess I'll. Uh, yeah. Wish I had a rifle. Should have grabbed one of the spears. I, damn it! Don't mention spears. You better <laughs> with a shotgun, son. Uh, no. Shotgun a separate skill for rifles. Yes. Though. Yes. Okay. Priest keeps that. <laughs> Pretty easy to use. Okay. I guess I'll go get the door. Opening right, the door. He opens the door. You see the fat, corpulent body of Dr. Cobble. A robe, naked, rotting in and out of the nun, oh. Sister Lopez, who is naked and sprawled on all fours. Blood covers both of their bodies. Underneath them is the limbless corpse, the uh, limbless body of Dr. Harper. And not Dr. Harper, Cat okay. Harper. Mm-hmm. He's missing his arms and his legs. They look like they've been crudely hacked off. He's still alive, you see. <laughs> Coughing blood up Ugh. as they're fucking on top of his body. Ugh. Two other cultists, one male, one female, the robes open, blood smeared over their naked bodies, hold their hands up. Several other bodies litter the floor, missing body parts, organs strung about. The outside view is clearly visible as you see this gigantic purplish looking haze outside. For one, give me a sanity roll. Okay. I made it. 90. Okay. Did it make it, Sean? No. I did not make it either. Okay. Sean loses five points of sanity. Oh. Nick loses six points of sanity. Oh. The rest of you lose one point of sanity. Whoa, this was nasty. <clears throat> so wait, the rest of you lose... Oh, I'm trying to see if this is more horrific than seeing a deep one. Uh, this is pretty horrific. This is well, well, this is more horrific than I'm a fish man. Okay, <laughs> this is more. It's, it's an evil, scary fish man. Don't get me wrong. It's I would more be horrific than to see one, but um, I don't know because fish man is kind of very unnatural. This is just sort of gory. You've already seen gore. Well, this isn't just gore. This is this is this, this is gore act of total yeah. inhumanity. With, you know, the limbless, limbless uh, still alive body. Not to mention that there's some magical purpleness that seems to like well, it. it. That kind of bothers me, I think too. If there were, I think if the... Um, if you maybe could make out hints of the eye, that would just do it. Well, okay, we've all had that dream. You become rooted to your spot. You begin to gather a, just an intense phobia. You can still act, but you are just completely and utterly freaked out. And you will be for seven combat rounds. Meanwhile, you are be- going to repeat everything said around you to yourself. And just kind of, you're not all there, but you can still act for seven combat rounds. Yikes. Okay. And of course the only person the- that could help anybody who's temporarily insane is currently temporarily insane. 
We don't have time for that cure anyway. Scream and shit. And you hear Lopez goes, oh, Give it to me. Yes, uh, we will call our master. Shooter. Please. Oh, oh, master, your sluttish whore form will be the gateway <laughs> for sluttish you. Sluttish whore form gateway. <laughs> <laughs> so earning that Those rating right now. <laughs> of you with guns. Go ahead and make your attack. Oh, no. oh I so uh, much had that up. Oh, I so didn't roll well. Punch oh, people. man. Oh, my God. You, you know, if it wasn't for the fact I know how many bullets are going to be there, I would just walk through and start to Oh, you going to shoot, Sean? Or I'm going to go. That's right. I can't do anything. <laughs> He's going. You to so the, I'm rooted in the spot, though. As I um, squirm in my chair, mm-hmm. I fire on the fat man. <laughs> he takes 18. Oh! Do you, did you make your shot at all? I don't. I gave him my gun because he was out of ammo. Yes. Oh, that was yep. a smart idea. Because he can shoot. Father McTaggart <laughs> fires says, You sinful whore of Babylon! Sinful whore of Babylon. Shotgun shells fly out and hit the beautiful but evil form of Sister Lopez. Lopez. Her head explodes in a shower of gore and Ooh. brain matter, which hits the body of the corpulent Dr. Cobble, who still ruts against her headless form, blood spewing out. Wow. A few seconds later, <laughs> oh, okay. the ch- <laughs> Wentworth's gun manages to go off, and it pierces him right in his fat turkey neck, blowing part of it off. This is blood spews all over her form like ejaculate over her back. <laughs> oh, oh. He still ruts in his last few seconds against her. For the record, I said you guys might not want to listen to this one. (laughs) (laughs) You were warned. (laughs) They're entwined bodies covered in gore and filth as they collapse on the table, bodies still twitching. On top of the... the Still living. Still living. Now screaming and gurgling and drowning in blood body of Captain Harper. Oh, God. There may be a mercy kill in some <laughs> The other two continue their chanting. Go ahead and make next, attack next rolls for the next round. How many bullets do I have? How far are you? You have nine. I am on my last shot then. Okay. Is there anything like a gun in here? There are knives. No, lots of things are light guns. Lots knives. of knives. Yes. What? I'm going to try and stab the closest one in the back. Try to stab what? The closest one in the back. My gun is now done. I will also grab up a knife and okay. charge screaming one of the chanting Yeah. Okay. Roll it. Zuri. What up? What do I have to roll? You have to roll against your knife skill. I don't have a knife skill. It's, uh, what's the default on knife? It should be in the book. It's probably like five or ten. Yeah, it's yeah. not on the sheet. So. What's on the yeah. sheet? Oh, foolish it. of the sheet not to have it. Well, blame well. the mad Irishman. Yes, the cultic... Cultist knife should have been on the sheet. Well, you might have counted one of these. Uh, just a melee score in general would have been nice. Because there's no melee score in general. Well, as opposed to his better knife skill. You use the weapon. Each weapon has its own skill. Yeah. yeah. And it's got knives. Bowie knives, butcher knives, hunting knives are all under the knife skill. Which is? For blades. And there's What's the person like Swords and sabers are under theirs. Um, it's either a 1 or 5%, probably. It's not very good. Yeah. 
I wouldn't try stabbing him then. Punches are easier. It feels so odd. Yeah. It may feel yeah. funny, but I'm going to go up and punch the living crap out of those cultists. Okay, and um, for statistical reasons, the we'll punch them and we'll complain about it in the uh, thing afterwards. Well, we'll kill them afterwards when we don't have to make rolls. I can kill them punch them fine. Oh, that's true. Sure. We'll have certain things to say. What I, see it is, is I have something sharp and pointy, and I'm probably not thinking all that clearly. You know, not yeah. wanting to die. So, um, I well, think the base chance for a knife is twenty five percent. Okay, so not bad. No, that's not bad. Travel, but not as good as punching someone. Yeah, I'll knife him. Good job. Good knife. Twenty two. Sweet. I stabbed. Then, then next round. Shotgun is base thirty percent. Yeah, shotgun yeah. is the yeah. thing in the world. Shotgun is so easy. Except for your fist. Yeah. Primitive monkey man part works. But yeah, if you uh, don't know how to use a gun, shotgun well, all the way. Think knives are that for? No, they're not. They're more than that. Oh, are they? Yes. Do you have your damage bonus? Like damage bonus. Longest oh, session. you do have your damage bonus. Somebody else oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, What's that? What's our longest session? Oh, um, yes, it is. My damage bonus is... By a lot. Plus one, D6. Yeah. So then you add... Yes. By a lot. Like, this is one... This is going to be almost five hours. You've stuck Okay, how much did you do? You are quite the truth. And how much did you... Those of you with guns who fired, did you hit it all? I am chanting in Latin. Mm-hmm. Following whatever the hell they're saying. Oh no! Oh. And uh, I wing one for two points. Okay. Father Mittaggart shoots one and blows the winged one in the stomach, mm-hmm. which perforates all these small little pellets. Just go and just go into the flesh, making this beautiful canopy pellet-filled shot, which then begins to seep red everywhere at once. There's another bullet grease. You're giving me a weird look, Shane. Don't know, you're just getting so, like, into the description. <laughs> you're like, great. it's well, beautiful gunshot. All the because games that I've been running uh-huh. haven't been horror games, and I love my horror games. Well, part of horror yeah. games is the description. This is the dog that hasn't been allowed yeah, outside for so long, and he just is like, oh, sweet. Falls like, wide, watching the, the guts, which almost causes the holes to ripple and mm-hmm. become bigger as they fall to the ground dead. The other one, which is stabbed by... Miss Moira here screams and stops chanting and it's like, it's too late! You're too late! late. Our master comes! Our master comes! Our master comes! comes. (laughs) What are you doing, Shane? I'm gonna go punch it. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna go try to punch it. (laughs) She takes your knife and stabs herself on it again and again as if thrusting herself on some phallic object. Ew. Blood. I don't think I can kill her better than that. <laughs> all of them are now dead. No point in that. The corpse is lying there, blood okay. everywhere, it's and the body of the captain still alive, gurgling on blood. How do we? How do we stop it? 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 Okay. How do we stop it? Kill the captain. Kill the captain. <laughs> you mercy kill the captain? Yes, just to see. Maybe this will help. 
You shoot him in the head, his brain splatter, and he stops moving, but the purple haze is still there. Okay. Oh, I don't know. The doctor had a book. The doctor had a book. Maybe, maybe somewhere in here. Maybe somewhere. Maybe somewhere in here. Uh, look for look for the robes. As you begin going through blood and filth, take you as you two kind of calm down. As now, I calm down, I um key. key. I start looking around the room for the damn key. Because there should okay. be some artifact of some kind in this room. I'm guessing it won't look like a modern thing. Pushing over the bodies, looking around frantically, you see that there is a blood and filth smeared book underneath their bodies. Which is Latin. Oh, good. Not my fault. <laughs> not my role. It says, Cathot Aquadon upon it. That's not Latin. It says, <laughs> A Study of the Deep Ones and Their Culture. It roughly translates to. Well, is it just closed? Or? It, it's basically, you see, there's um, a few bits of flesh which you put in the pages. Um, yes, give me a cult roll here. Very quick perusal. 89. That still makes it, though. Give me a sanity roll. Oh, boy. How'd you do Hey, that's a... Due to my new improved sanity score, that does not make it. Okay, you lose another point of sanity. Just the one. But you find the ritual that they've been acting and they've been doing, and basically they are... You're able to put together, they have summoned their god... Their great tentacled um, father of all deep ones to come and devour everyone aboard. So they take you to another dimension. There is a counter spell, possibly, in another book called Nameless Cults. Where's the book? It's back with the doctor. We're going to have to go find him. Well, we need to get it now. Okay, well, there's a big fish man. Let's go get it. <laughs> I hope you're ready to fight a giant fish. <laughs> We're going to see a bigger fish, I think, if we don't go. Let's I'm go. I'm going to turn his wheelchair around and wheel him out. Ah. <laughs> Mine, I... <laughs> yeah? My hand so who's, who's going out to look for the... Uh... We should all go. All of us. I guess okay. we're all going. McTaggart? Splitting up his decision. Holding the shotgun. Bad idea. Goes with you. Oh, that's a big fish. Nuts. Let's shoot it a lot. What weapon? Oh, I don't have a knife have? anymore. Cool. I'm just gonna punch things. Because um, I still, I'm keeping my knife. I guess I still have the officer's pistol with however many rounds minus two it has in it. Making your way around the corners, you see the blonde woman who was grabbed through the window earlier. She is naked. She has many claw marks all over her body. She has a bite taken out of her shoulder. And blood is just seeping from between her legs. And she just kind of wanders aimlessly like a zombie portal to you. Kill it. She just seems like she's been fractured completely almost. Kill it. No. Not gonna help anyway. She might go in and die. Stab her. Is she armed? She is not... Uh, holding anything. She's just kind of walking like a zombie toward all of you. Does she notice us? She doesn't seem to. Then she looks up and looks at all of you. And drool comes from the side of her mouth and leaks down her chin. I'm uh, going more towards wherever that book was supposed to be. Sorry. Do we have to go past her to get to the book? Yes. I'm sorry. 
So you're just going to go past her then? Yes. Or so she, you just kind of brush Sorry. past her and she just kind of, and she turns around and starts to follow all of you slowly. Okay. Maybe if we walk faster we can get so we can lose her. No, I'm not about her. If she's can't be hurt any Go back more. towards the place you were, you see what's left of Dr. Blake. Several chunky bits in different various pieces. You see half of his head lying with a single eye staring upward. The rest of his head is nowhere to be seen. Bits of his fingers and hands. And then you see the book lying there, covered in gore. I'm not touching it. Head of the book. What? Head of the book. grabbing the book. I'll grab it. Oh. Okay, so, Shane runs over. The Shane calls dibs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. he, he's one I knew where it was, so I would have found it Chinese man grabs, picks up the book, mm-hmm. clears the gore off of it. Where? And you begin to make your way back. Yeah. <clears throat> the book. Why? Because I know what I'm doing. Okay. Right. <laughs> Do you have a cult? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I can help with that, but that's. that's uh, as you're okay, making your I'm way back sorry. towards. Are you making your way back towards the uh, yeah, navigation? Um, should we do it back there or can we do it here? <laughs> Looking for the. Okay. Just then, everyone give me a listen check. Nope. 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 Yep. Those who made it, you hear something coming towards you out of the fog. Read the below deck, just for the safety of heading below deck. Um, who heard it? I did. Okay, and you hear behind you something coming closer. You're gonna whirl around and look. You should go. I don't hear it. More of those are coming. Something coming from behind us? Yes. I love Forward. You you turn around and look. Yes. See a deep one with a bleeding eye hole. Your buddy comes out of the fog. Yeah. Is it coming from? Up, is it coming from where the nav room is, or it's, I see people? It's coming just from the side of the ship. Okay. Not toward from the direction of the nav room. You guys going to try to run away? Yeah. <clears throat> so, back yes. to the nav room. Somewhere okay. it's giving chase. Well, who has the lowest decks here? I have eleven. It's probably me. Oh, he has like an eight. No, but no. I'm pushing no. him. What's your strength? My strength is a 12. A 12? And I have a dex of 16. I'm myself. So, 11? Okay, Shane. Uh, roll me a 50%. 50%? Yes. Nope. Okay, deep one catches up with you. Uh-huh. And takes a swing. I figured as much. Taking off stragglers. Misses, goes, you hear, you see its claw, but it is caught up with you. What are you going to do? Punch it. Oh, God. How is this? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to try. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, I'm heading somewhere. I'm not as wrong and save things. Okay. I'm going to get killed by a giant fish man. I turn around to help him get killed by the giant fish man. Always trying to get it's what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to stab it. Okay, roll your 25% to try to stab him. Nope. Takes a, another swipe at you, Shane. The rest of you are heading towards the nav room? Yep. I guess so. What? You, we're just going to abandon them to fight that what thing? Go! 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 
help them if you want. I'm going to try and get us out of here. <clears throat> so you guys run and head back to the navigation room while they're fighting this deep one. Who manages to once more miss with his uh, attack. All right. Did you punch him in the face? Damn you! Fishy, no. fishy face. This pink dice. Would you like me to switch your dice? Nah, it's cool. This time it hits Shane. Awesome. Yes, I please. might explode in death. You explode in <laughs> gore. Eight. Uh, yeah, that's probably death. I die. I hit zero. Stop that. Okay. <laughs> You see as the deep one drives it. Did you hit? Three. Three damage? No, no, no. Uh, th- three. Three damage? Uh, that's that? Yeah, so you impale. Wait, what's your dex? Twelve. Uh, roll your luck, Shane. You're being too nice. Uh, yeah, I made it. Okay, he manages to stab it before it hits you. Oh, it's slower. I okay. didn't... That's probably still won't so, die. Um, be like, so what does the impaling do to the damage? Double damage. Double damage. Oh, so I just roll it and double it? What's your strength bonus? Uh, your double strength bonus is not doubled. Okay, oh. but you said die four into there. Okay, so... Eh. Eight. Well, you, you roll an additional dice of damage for the yes, dice. Roll another oh. Dice six. Oh, so that's six. And don't twelve. Do more, didn't I say? Yeah, dice sixes. Okay. So 12. So this time you jump up and you go, and you drive it into its neck and it goes, and it stumbles back. Blood echoing out of its neck as it falls to the ground, twitching. Both of you gain three sanity points. Holy crap. I did not see that. Well, this is the one that was injured. Yeah, I know it was the one I was shooting at. I heard it, but I was like, dang, I don't think it's going to die. And it twitches and falls to the ground dead. Meanwhile, you three have met with the father, have gotten back into the uh, actual navigation room. Give me an occult roll, Sean. Oh, man. I lucked out. Yes. Says Mike saved 76 on 95. <laughs> what? 76 on 95. So okay. Good. So you think you found the spell that's needed to actually uh, possibly reverse it, but it's going to take several minutes to finish. This is going to take uh, five, ten minutes at least to do. Make sure... And you got to make sure you keep doing it successfully. Yeah. Must bar How the doors, then... It takes uh, one person minimum. But the more people that help, the faster it goes. However, they can't stop. Mm-hmm. If you commit yourself to the spell, you have to keep doing it. What is that? It takes... More people can help, but they have to just keep doing it. I can help. Now, you're not actually a sheriff, and you actually know things about the occult, right? I do right? know some things about the occult, yes. Okay. <laughs> I will wheel myself still? over and see <laughs> what I can do about locking the <laughs> door about the to the navigation room. Squealing in the icker. <laughs> this abitur. I just happened to know. Did you ever hurt it? I shot it. Yeah. He got it. I, I, I mean, I was the one who shot it in the eye. I think that was the doctor. Okay, right. That's right. But still, I did clip him. I got it. I hurt it a bit. A little bit. 
I mean, you know, there's a good chance that if you hadn't have done that, if it was a fresh one. Oh, yeah, I would have probably whooped our ass. Those <laughs> <laughs> didn't jump the aisle. But the, cause they're tough. They're, they're tough. Damage. Yeah. They're a lot of damage, though. I was like, whatever, I'm going to punch it and hope I, like, you know, get an awesome punch and kill it. It was a hope. It was a valid hope. Not like a straight punch to the eye socket and rip its brain out, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> How's that work? I don't know, but he's a fish man. Yeah. You could have threatened to cook him. I mean, mm. I know you're not Japanese, but still. Threaten it with, you know, liquefied butter and tartar sauce. <coughs> I would have took him by the gill and ripped it off and yeah. drowned in his own blood. Some yeah, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> okay. So, how many magic points do you have? Fourteen. Okay. How many magic points do you have? Fifteen. Okay. So, you both are going to begin chanting and doing the spell. Yes. All right. Lose a point of sanity. And lose a point of magic. As you begin both casting the spell. As you are trying to feebly bar the door in your wheelchair, suddenly the door bursts open and the deep one from earlier is standing before you. Wait. No. Oh, the, the uh, earlier, earlier. Okay. Yes, the one that is uninjured. The one that the three mm-hmm. of us yeah. ran into yeah. through the spear at us. Uh, so I guess you go rolling backwards. It goes and just sort of roars. I raised, I raised the gun and attempt to fire. Okay. Give the, uh, Since you're the only one that has a useful gun skill. Well, there's a no. priest there. The priest is there. The priest, Scott's shotgun. Shotgun's shotgun trying to shoot, too. too. I mean, and shotgun, hey. Yeah. He misses, though. Yeah, 95%. Well, so. Uh, I rolled 13. I think that hits. That's that's an impale too. Yeah. I don't know if it's an impale. It's an impale. He has an eighty skill. You have eighty in pistol. I have yeah. a very He's high pistol guy. Because I'm an old. I was an old officer. So awesome. I was like, <laughs> I do a couple things really well. The eighty year old lawyer at shit, and I shoot people. <laughs> As expected, the eighty year old man in the wheelchair is the most badass member of the party. <laughs> <laughs> Which says much of a call of Um, I guess that's twenty. Okay, so as it comes Damn. in. Her roll back, you go, bam! And it goes, whoosh! And blows out the back of its head. Way to go, dirty Its huge body just goes, thump! Down to its knees. Came back five sanity. I don't know, that feels physics breaking. That feels awesome. Got quick draw in It's like, holy crap. What made its head explode? Okay, both of you, give me a... Don't screw up. Uh, don't say that. It's okay if only one of us screws up, I hope. As long as the other one doesn't screw up. Yeah. Well, you know. Today. If one of you screws up, a giant tentacle will burst in the window and take you away, so it'll be alright. <laughs> what's your pals? Who, okay, you're the head of the caster, so what's your pow? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Go, go, power ranger. Okay. So, um, new round. Both of you sacrifice a uh, magic point. Did you lose any sanity? No. That was just the initial cost for casting the spell. 
is all magical sanity. All right. Are you two going to head back to the navigation room after killing the deep one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another round passes. Both of you spend a sanity point. Yeah. I will. Um, will sanity or magic? Not ma- uh, magic point. I will have gone, try and gone around the deep one, and his body's laying in the middle of the doorway. Okay, you ain't never mind. You're not going anywhere. I thought maybe he'd be Where there. You this going? round, you two come back and see the deep one sprawled in the middle. <laughs> Quick, get right, his body um, out of the way so we can bar the door. Can't be things. Why don't we bring it inside and bar the door with it? Pop up against whatever the heck we bar the door with. <laughs> okay, another round passes. <laughs> both of you spend a point that's been how many match points spent? Four, four to eight total. Isn't it wrong to use the sanity-inducing horror okay. to block the door? Okay, give me a... Uh, <laughs> how time... Or, actually, uh, just try to roll for me. Tell me what you get. 82. Okay, no success. When my unit was ordered to charge out... Just then, there's pounding at the door. You see another deep one. Now scratching and trying to break through. Okay. And its hand goes... <laughs> and comes through. And is trying to break it open. Are you guys going to get up close? <laughs> okay, give me uh, a <laughs> <laughs> oh, 15, 15. You hit. Meant to stab you yet. Eight. So you're like, you're not able to do all that damage because you're just attacking its hand. Okay, two more magic points are spent then. Uh, give me another roll, Sean. Tell me what you get. Two total or one each? One each. Eighty-six. Okay. You have to do this before you run out of magic points, too. I've still got plenty of magic points. Fine. All right. It wrenches the door open now completely and is now stepping in. I punch it. Okay. Shoot it in the head! I punched it, and I got my martial arts on it. So, what is that? Two die six? Yep. Two die three. Two die three. Two die three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a three and one four. I, I, oh. get, I don't know if uh, I can shoot around them. It's giant, I it, guess. They're kind of hitting from the you, side. You can try, but it's going to be harder. Go for it. You're, you're awesome shot. You are a crack shot. If you kill shot. me, right. it's better that you get me out of the way and shoot it again. Okay. <laughs> Stupid as that may sound. I think I'm... I'm Gonna be out of bullets, There's a good so chance it'll just rip me apart anyway. Um, okay. So I attempt to and shoot. And we'll never expect it when Joe comes. Three left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fired the gun four times. Oh, yep. He's gonna crawl out of the barrel. Yes. Okay. Uh, someone just died. What'd Sweet. you get? I got a 96. Both of you roll luck. <laughs> oh, Who's luckier? I got a 54. I made a <laughs> 82. Roll your damage. Roll okay. the damage against Mike. You know things. You take seven. You live, Mike? Um, I'm unconscious. I'm at one. Okay. <laughs> McTaggart takes a shot. Misses. Oh. The deep one takes a swing at Shane. Hits. Oh. It's about time. Move out of the way. <laughs> Who <laughs> does nine? Oh, I die. God. Okay, plunges its hand clear into your chest and wrenches your heart clean out. Two more uh, magic points are expended, and give me another roll, Sean. 
Please succeed. Fourteen. After Joe wanders out from underneath. Now you have finally succeeded in casting the spell. You feel magic come sizzling out of your bodies. The purple haze seems to flow outward. And you all see the giant lidded eye that you saw before blink and look at you. It's the last thing you see before you die. And then it closes and seems to vanish and shimmer away. The ship lurches. Everything gets thrown forward. The deep one falls back. My shot goes wild. Falling out of my chair. Okay. The deep one begins to scramble to its feet. Can take another shot? Yes. I assume that shot was spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Not that it mattered because this one was just as good. Uh, so we take 17. Between you and the father, you go and blow the thing to pieces. Uh, everyone give me a sanity roll. I'm unconscious. Do I still do it? I made it. Okay. I'm dead. So. I failed. <laughs> no one approved sanity, man. You failed? I failed. I failed. Too. Okay. <laughs> do I make one or. You're unconscious. Okay. Both lose eight points of sanity. <laughs> 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 you, you made it, you lose a point. Purple train, Mookie! So, how many points did you lose at once to, to get the permanent sanity thing going? If you get down to a fifth. Uh, oh, okay. you gotta lose! I've lot. only lost a, a fifth. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But the sky is blue. There are seagulls calling out. The ship is listing. As you come to, from the help of Myra here, you're able to survey the scene. The old man sitting in the corner, clutching his gun close to him muttering over and over again and the doctor is holding the book rocking back and forth over and over and you look and see that there's blood and gore all around you and And then you see and you see the Chinese friend you've made now on the ground dead but then another ship passes in the distance and sounds its foghorn. SOS. You manage to send an SOS. And that is the end. I feel bad about not making that second character. That character lasted just long enough. I like the way you smile at me, babe. I like the view from here, and when you call me dear, I like the way you smile at Sarah, what does your daddy do? My daddy drives big trucks all across the country. Oh, Timmy, what does your daddy do? My daddy works for the bank and gets the cow money all day long. Billy, what does your daddy do? My daddy waits for the day when the Elder Gods will rise from the wastes of Morthok and return Cthulhu to his former glory and power. 
for on the seventh day of the seventh month, at the seventh hour, the seven followers of Abraxas will throw the Chosen into a pit of madness to begin the ritual that will throw this mortal world into darkness for a thousand years. And, uh, and, and Adam, what does your daddy do? Stays the f*** away from his daddy, that's for damn sure. This is 20 Weeks of Hell, Week 5, game discussion of Call of Cthulhu by Chaosium. Twenty Weeks of Hell, playing and reviewing forgotten, forsaken, and unplayed games from our collection. The good, the bad, and the ugly, playing games so you don't have to. Welcome to another review session of Twenty Weeks of Hell. We just got done playing Call of Cthulhu. Now, there might be a chance we might have lost the four-and-a-half-hour session that I just ran. It was the longest one that we've ever done. And I will cry <laughs> if that is the case. However... I don't think we've won. We should probably, at two hours, take a break either way and say that. Yes. I will say this. This is basically what happened. The characters were all passengers on an ocean liner in 1926. It was called the Elizabeth. And its goal was to go from New York to London. A cult had managed to sneak aboard and had the idea to start sacrificing passengers, slowly but surely, open a gateway to another dimension, and then feed all of said passengers to their tentacled horror god. The player characters encountered uh, death, sexual debauchery, blood and violence, deep ones, and at the end... Despite two members going insane and one member dying, managed to counteract the ritual and save themselves. There were some finer details here and there which were interesting. I'm especially angry that no one will get to hear about Jack. <laughs> but uh, perhaps possibly the computer decided to censor this game. <laughs> As it did, it we did earn the explicit rating. Yes. So if we do manage to save it, it, it's it is NC 17. It is very explicit. Like completely. Mm -hmm. However, Shane is going to do, if we lose it, a brief recap of the session on another recording. Yes. As so, he can recall yes. it, doing the voices and sound effects and everything. Yeah. It, it'll be great. We, uh, we, we have conditions. Yes. Oh, yes. without further ado, let's talk about the game. Oh, and let's not forget, um... Intros. intros. Oh, and intros. First off, um, once again, we have our lovely guest reviewer with us. Um, I'm Dave, the GM. I'm Zuri. I'm Shane. I'm Sean. I'm Mike. And I'm Nick. Though, you're going to have to refer to Al as a lovely guest reviewer, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> yes. if Al reviews another game with us, he will be a lovely guest reviewer, too. Okay. Um, first off, did everybody have fun? Yes. Yeah, it was yes. Great. I had a blast running this game. I, I am so sad if we lose this, because I literally just loved the, the, the dark and debauchery and evil and that, tentacles. Well, that's because, because like, you love horror games, Dave. Yes. But th and this this was a great one. There was, like, the horrid sex and the violence and the viscera. It's like, well, fuck yeah! And Mike plays a really good crazy person. Yeah. Well, we... I don't... It, it, Nick's... Nick. Uh, Nick. <laughs> oh man, that was just I because Mike. of. Uh, you met Mike too. I met Mike too. Yeah. Was Mike crazy? You crazy at some point? It, it, you not actual insanity, it just lots of eccentricities. Yeah. Yes. Oh, small. Um, I especially loved when uh, Jack 
stabbed Liz to death <laughs> and threw her body over the railing to be ripped apart by the turbines on the boat. I feel yeah, like I can it's, it's somewhat worth noting the, the nice flexibility of uh, the game we had since it started off and it was almost fairly comedic at first as we met these you know, strange and interesting passengers with all their little foibles. And then all the evil happened, and you quickly forgotten. <laughs> As yeah. some of them start dying, some of them start doing the killing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but we should definitely also preface um, that this is this falls in the category of a long forgotten game. Um, yes. Unlike all the previous four weeks, which were completely brand new that we had maybe never, probably never played. Um, we've done versions of Call of Cthulhu, though I think it was last edition. Two editions ago. Two editions. Fourth edition. This is sixth edition. Yeah. So, I mean, we definitely knew what we were in I'm for. I'm not really sure why they did new editions. No, no, it was 5th edition was the last one. Shane has 4th edition, which oh. I do with him. I the do. one I had that I lost was 5th edition. The 6th edition, which we have now, the latest one, Mike bought me as a Christmas present. Yeah. Yes, be, that's I'm right. I'm not really sure why they did new editions. Yeah. And I've yes. played this once before. Um, okay. they, they changed things. All right, so... Um, Let's go ahead. Do we want to? Do you have anything else you want to say as far as you were approaching the game, Dave? Now, the one thing about Call of Cthulhu is that uh, you got to remember. I, I'm sure almost everyone who's listening to this knows about H.P. Lovecraft. First off, I love H.P. Lovecraft. He's my favorite writer. Uh, Shane here got me into Lovecraft back in like uh, ninth grade. So I have to thank Shane for getting me into Lovecraft, and I pretty much just gobbled up everything I could read. I branched off and read the other guys, too. I'm a big Lovecraft fan. I like the mythos, too, because it's different. It's not vampires and werewolves and things like that. It's it's very non-traditional monsters. And it, and it makes the ocean scary. It makes the sea scary, because we really don't know what the hell is down there. Well, that's another big thing of it, is the fact that it's not... What is most horrible is not that clearly defined. Yes. So yeah. it's more of what you're not seeing and not knowing and not understanding actually being the, the, the terror, not what you're actually And it's the seeing. it's it's different because it's the horrible bleakness that in the end humanity is doomed. It's got these cool ancient scripts and, you know, people go insane and, and get killed in such interesting horrific ways <laughs> and it's a very, very psychological horror, even though there's a lot of visceral, nasty stuff that happens to you. So it's not like World of Darkness or uh, Deadlands or many other horror-type games out there, because it is its own thing. You, you do encounter strange, alien, horrific creatures that follow their own dimensional laws. Well, it's also fatalistic. Your characters aren't superhuman. Your characters are average Joes most of the time. Odds are... They're not going to survive some encounter somewhere. It's pretty much a given from the get-go. In standard Cthulhu, the, the eventuality is that after so many sessions, your character has to be retired because their sanity is whittled down so much, they're not going to be able to go out anymore and do this. They have to pass the torch on to someone else. Or they die and meet a horrific fate or go permanently insane. That's of the themes. Now, let's talk about the actual mechanics of the system itself. Do we want to uh, start character, go through character creation and then go into the actual uh, game mechanics like we usually do? Probably yeah. just for patterning. Um, Standard it's a pretty old system. Yeah. Um, you roll a couple dice sixes for your stats. Yeah, very much and the. It's all uh, <coughs> it's all random rules. Yeah, and it's it's straight up. And then you get derived 
statistics. Yep, you get some drives. You get some drives. Uh, statistics based on that. You get X amount of uh, based upon your education level and which your intelligence. Which stat you get? You roll your education, which then gives you a derived statistic, which gives you how many points you can spend up on skills. Yep. Which your skills are basically in packages for different jobs and templates, and then you get some picks after that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. based on your intelligence, you get some more skill points. Yes. Okay. And all the skills are percentile based. So, uh, you know, they can you can have a pretty wide range of efficiency within a skill. It's a very simple system for what it does. It's it's a very investigative focused game, so you know, it, it works for what it does. Yeah. Just straight up rolls for so, you know stuff. And Overall is, well, and there's also the um, it is mentioning worth mentioning it, because it's a random character generation system, uh, there is a like nice little preface rule that says if you roll up somebody who basically sucks, uh, you know, go ahead and redo it. Orange front right now. And it's fast, so it's not a problem yeah. to do it again. Cash creation is very fast. Yeah. Thing is, though, it's very archaic. Yeah. yeah. It does show its age. This is an old system, old and school it's as hell. Really, kind of designed to roll your stats and then figure out what kind of character you're playing from there. Mm-hmm. Since it's basically like the third step of character creation, if you've rolled your stats, is so what are you? As opposed to most more modest, would be like, what are you going to do? Is, this is part of the whole thing of launching into the actual mechanics now. Yeah. Um, this system shows its age. Yeah. I love the setting. And, okay, here's the thing I love most, the sanity system. I've never encountered a better sanity system in any other game. Deadlands fear system doesn't come close. Uh, you know, White Wolf's stuff. Humanity and all that doesn't. Unknown armies, unknown armies, we haven't tested yet. Yeah, it's supposed to have a pretty good sanity system. We'll test it at some point. But as far as ones we've played with, this has the best. But other than that, uh, this is bad. This is a bad system. Yeah, I love this game, but this is a bad system. This is it. it Definitely does. It kind of does. It survives because you don't use the system very much. Yeah, it kind of does what it needs to do. But um, we demonstrated. We did a very combat-heavy game, which is more or less a more atypical, I guess, to a lot of the um, standard, you know, um, sort of scenarios that people run. But see, the game was still a very, you know, Lovecraftian story. It's just yeah. the fact oh, that yeah. they happened to be called this and we happened to be yeah. fighting them. We did a lot of combat, and that really tested the limits and the age and the inefficiency. One of the problems with it is the fact that uh, when you get someone to zero hit points, they're, they're dead. They just die. And quick. The problem is, um, this punches do lethal damage. Yeah, you can, so you good. can kill a guy with t- two punches. Yeah, I think a fairly average person has around 10 to 12 hit points. And two punches kill them. Can. Two punches from a decent sized guy. They might go down. Yeah, guy. Guy knows, like, you know, him. a little bit of how to fight. Like, one punch could potentially be like, and you're dead. So it's definitely uh, going by the straight mechanical rules. It's really easy to injure it's somebody. It's really it's easy to kill people and die in the system. Now, they give you a way to knock people out, but at the same time... Kind of the other thing, too, is that uh, sometimes punching someone is more effective than shooting them. Because some of the guns only do 1 die 8 and 1 die 6. And you're going to be rolling, like, sometimes 1 or 2. Yeah, like, I, know, um, I did 1 point of damage with my gun. Uh, Whereas large, if you roll, I know my guy was strong, really big. He just got like a good size roll, and he did a die three plus a die four when he punched. Oddly, being large is more important than being able to punch. Yeah, and if you know martial arts, you then double that. Yeah, yeah. I did. Long start, 
large, strong martial artist can really just tear people apart. A large, strong martial artist can jack up a deep one yeah. in hand-to-hand yeah. combat, because those suckers only got 13 to 14 hit points. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I guess it'd be more... Yeah, I don't know if I don't represent Murloc very well, but... Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Chaosium. I do. I love the company. I love the works of Lovecraft, but... This system... But really, the Call of Cthulhu game sells because it's an excellent resource on the mythos. Yeah. It is a very well-put-together. It has good... They, they do their psychological research. They sell the book not on its system. The system, I think, only takes up maybe 20... It's the people. only role-playing game system that's won awards from the American Psychological Association for how well-researched their psychological... Uh, yeah. Treatments are because there's an extra fact of along with the system for sanity. Waiting, I'm been waiting for the next DSMV before they do the next edition. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that the next edition is coming out in the next sometime this year. I believe I heard that on a uh, random interview or something oh. last week. So it's supposed to be coming out sometime in the middle of summer, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the system works really great if you don't use the system a lot. If you are going heavily investigative, heavily sort of but do some skill I'm, rolls. I'm going to be a little kinder to it in a way, I think. Because I look at it and I go, it's really kind of two systems. There's this, there's a whole lot of skills for investigating system. When you're playing just the straight investigative game, that's fine. However, combat is an afterthought to the system. Over it's kind of like, uh, we got to throw some stuff in here so they can shoot the deep ones and then feebly attempt to harm all the other things that are going <laughs> to be like, what are you trying to do? And kill you anyway. Combat's broken. So combat is is horrible, but I think the rest of it works just fine yes. when you're like, well, we have a nice broad base of skills. doesn't matter who you are. It's like, I'm an accountant, I'm a historian, and the other guy, yeah. some random-ass job. And if you're an investigation, you can probably try to pull something off with your skill to kind of be in your niche and help with the investigation and get to where you need to go. I will say, the system does bring together two things I hate most. Random rolled stats combined with percentage-based skill checks. Like, so all your skill checks are yes, no, Mm -hmm. and fairly random. And your your stats are like, oh, well, you have this random stat out of five. Congratulations. You fell down to every part of the ugly tree. Well, because right. I know the first character I rolled, or I almost joke. wish I'd play it just to be like, yep, my, I'm dumb, I'm I'm big. Not, I'm not strong, though. I'm ugly. My I'm poorly educated. Uh, no, no. Um, let's, let's he was strong. Be honest. You weren't strong? Um, he wasn't strong. He Trader Joe wasn't at all. think with as many editions of this game as they had, they might have done more than just minor tweaking. Because like, the thing is, it does its job fine. It, it wouldn't still be around if it wasn't yeah, for the fact that people true. were like, I want to go do an investigation in Cthulhu. And I rolled up my guy. I didn't like him. I rolled again, and then I got the guy I wanted. I went and did my investigation. I slowly went insane, got eaten by a monster, made another guy. And we got through our investigation with all with a couple of our detectives dead or crazy, and uh, we had a lot of fun. You know, I will say, you know, when they, for the random rolling, it's like, th- you can tell which two stats they feel are important, because they're like, you get plus six on these ones. Just two dot six plus six. You're like, you, you will be smart. Or at the very least, only slightly below average. But you would kind of think with this many additions, if there was major overhauls necessary, they'd be made. Yeah. I mean, they, they could I be could, I totally think major overhauls are necessary. I'm sorry. I think this game sells on the strength of the under 300 pages that aren't mm-hmm. dedicated to their system. The ones that talk about the setting and about, about the psychology. Setting, yeah, because they're both really good resources in that regard. Because, yeah. I mean, really... 
There's nothing to set up. Really, you know, just use here. Why it's better? Use set whatever. And still being like Hulk Hill, though, I'll, I'll rip the sanity system out. Whatever. It's, it's it, pretty it, much plug and play. It's that like, is that is part of where I kind of look at this and I go, well, you could just take the skill list and port it over to another game, and you know, have a better combat system in it. Yeah, that's something to bring up. Combat deadly, very deadly. Very sanity. Deadly. Um, sanity's kind of wonky. <laughs> You can, if your characters start off with high levels of sanity, uh, chances are they're not going to lose it as you go throughout the game, unless you start throwing incredibly horrific things. Incredibly things and See, things that cause the, well, you made it, you still lose. That's right? the thing. Shane started or, with a 60 sanity and he went, like, way down. I, was but I kept getting I, back up because I kept killing yeah. monsters. But yeah. I had a 75 and I barely got touched. Yeah, what was your end result? Mm-hmm. Uh, my end result was like at 57, I believe. 57, yeah. so yeah. not down that much. How, I was down that? 20 points, but it's really interesting. I didn't fail the same roll. So I failed until Dave was like, automatic loss of one point. And the next roll, I rolled exactly what my old sanity was. And then every time, I'd be like, because my sanity has dropped, I failed that roll. So you went from a what to a what? Oh, it's a, a sliding scale. You what? start losing the little bits of sanity, yep. it starts going down faster and faster. Yep. And well, I think that's very appropriate and fun. I yeah. Know. I lost now, five points. Yeah. The one thing is this. Uh, I did it a bit more over the top, because this was a one session, so I made it very, very grand. But there are ways for investigators to regain sanity yeah. points, defeating monsters, solving the mystery, and the like, regains their sanity. As well as uh, getting therapy. And well as having therapy. So that um, takes some downtime and all that, but still. But there's the Cthulhu Mythos percentile, which, which didn't everyone here would have gained Cthulhu Mythos. Oh, that's right. And mm-hmm. what that does is it takes away from what your permanent sanity can be. Because the so, more you know about the truth of the universe, the less your mind can handle. Once your character world. reaches about uh, 50% um, Cthulhu Mythos, <clears throat> it's probably a good idea to retire the character. Yes. Yeah. At that point, there comes someone that should be asked about this ship. They shouldn't be investigating anymore. They don't really want to know. They just want to live out their normal life until some sailors knock them down on the street and they end up dead. Well, what they're then there is they're supposed to retire and be side characters who help through investigation and research, but that's it. Yeah. With a haunted past. And one thing we didn't do because of uh, the fact that it was a one shot, but that I think. There's some marking on because we should have technically done it at the end of the session. Oh, yes. We experience should have done the experience system. system, which is one of the wonkiest. It's an interesting idea. It's a, interesting, it's, like, I don't know, the Japanese Final Fantasy 2, if anyone yeah, remembers. Because basically, the idea, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go through, every time you use a skill, you're supposed to mark it. Yeah. At the end of the session, every time, every skill you used, I don't know that you used or used successfully, but every skill you rolled, mm-hmm. you then make a check. And if you fail that skill check, your skill goes up by five. Yes. So there's this really odd... Yeah, it's kind of... Sh- well, represents as you get better, it's harder to... Uh, yeah, yeah. better. It, it seems to do what it does. And it also is worth noting that um, they do generally say that you should have a bunch of skills at, like... You should have a couple of skills in the 60 to 70 range as opposed to having a bunch at, like, 40 to 50. Yeah. Like, that would have been one problem. So you should, you should have, yeah. like, some stuff that you're kind of good at. And um, but where this can really shine is when you use those skills that you don't have, but you can use untrained. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I did not have at all, like the hidden spot skill. Meaning, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, like I think everyone, a lot of people would have gotten much better with the pistol. They've been like, I have discovered that guns exist. 
Knives too. Well, knives too. Yeah. Well, we we would have all gotten better at a lot of different various things yeah. we tried to do. Like those exactly. would have went up, and then they would have been you know much more effective in that game. So I think it, it definitely would have done what it was supposed to do because you know you're not supposed to build up your you're not supposed to power build up your character. Yeah, but again, it is very different from other games because you there's very little imperiation that you control, and there's also very little in development of the character that you control. Yes, that kind of perfect for the world. It is. This game it is very much some yeah. definite stay in time depending on how quick you build Cthulhu Mythos. Because if it's not dropped in really liberally, you, you might stay sane for a while. You, might, you may need a few months of psychiatric therapy between every session, <laughs> but you know you can you can yeah. go investigating for quite a well, while. Hey, usually the campaigns seem to be, give you a good year and a half to complete it because they understand you might want like a month off for travel time or just getting your sanity points back. Mm-hmm. Well, it also depends, I guess, on whatever your character specialty is as well. So what are you... Well, it's eventually going to get those mythos points. Like yeah, with all the good continue to go point. up. and The magic system, too. Uh, almost all magic costs sanity, so you're not going to be... You are not playing spell-slinging sorcerers in this. Investigators use magic as a last resort. It's generally as a ritual to end things, because I think the only other spells I know of generally involve calling things up. Mm, or going places. Oh, I forgot about yeah, Space Demon. Yeah. Yeah. Calling things to you, sending other things away, making animals lame, uh, uh, wearing the signs. flesh of others to disguise yourself, or sending your body to another dimension. Yeah. These are what the spells are typically like. They're not happy things. They're things you don't want to have to summon yeah. and then control. Separate spells sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, this game is really well tailored to what you're what you're supposed to do. It's not a broad game. It is a you know you are going to go with your investigator. You don't play the, You don't use this game to play anything but Call of Cthulhu skill wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. skill wise, I'm not even sure if I, I'd be like the one to recommend using it for even that. I'd be like, get the book. Book's good. Uh, the system's bad. So, I guess then overall, uh, I would give Call of Cthulhu, and I'm really torn on this because I love the subject matter and. Alien gods and horrific things and Sira and sanity and darkness and blood and gore and deep ones and the inn's mouth look and all that and <laughs> tomes bound in flesh. Like you can go on for and hours. Yeah, Lovecraft yeah, and his yeah. love of kitties. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would give it a solid B because the material itself, despite the system sucking, is just so good. Zuri? Um, if I had to grade it, I'd give it a B minus. I also enjoy the content. I like the fact that character creation is quick and simple. As somebody who notoriously has difficulty in actually rolling her characters, um, but I do believe that the combat system is very broken. If you're having a very investigative-centered game, I think it's workable as long as you keep the combat to a minimum. Shane. I'm going to kind of give it a B plus because it it is an aged system and it is a bad system in many ways because I go okay so I'm punching a guy I punch him twice and the second punch breaks his neck instantly that's stupid the the, the combat system is bad but it is worth noting that half the time it isn't really used for realistic combat you're shooting deep ones and hitting other crazy things and so the combat system. 
should be improved, but I think the investigation with the skills, even though their percentages work just fine for what it does, it's it's kind of like this thing if I go, well, it's definitely the, well, it's not broken, so we didn't fix it because it kept working. Uh, I think, though, it could definitely use a new addition where they actually decide to try and overhaul the rules, keep the good skill list, keep the sanity system, make viable, pickable traits so there's something that resembles balance because rolling stats is generally useless, and maybe a combat system that doesn't involve people, like, you know, punching people's heads off. Sean? I'm kind of torn as well, because as a reference guide, I would give the book, like, an A+. plus. It is an excellent reference guide. As a <laughs> game... Ah, like C minus is being generous in my opinion because the game's really bad. The actual game design is uh, is ancient. Um, I would really go with the yeah. I'm gonna go with the C minus because it's like you can use the book, fine. But even if you're an investigative game, I'd be like pick a game that has you know a better system like World of Darkness where you get degrees of success, things that actually you know you can you have some regards to being like well, you're gonna go investigate and go talk to these people. It's like well, um. You rolled. Yeah. Pass fail. Mike? Alright, well... Thinking about it, well... The goal here mostly being playing the Cthulhu game. Part of me is looking over the combat system and going, even in the stories, combat basically consists of Kazai and Mason getting strangled with a crucifix and Wilbur Waitley getting eaten with by a dog. <laughs> um... Slavery <laughs> <laughs> so down the shore. Mm. So there is something to that, I suppose, in that, well, even in that, the combat system was very simple. Though, there's also the shrunk house, which actually is supposed to have the actual combat. But, okay, that aside, um, the book itself is definitely well worth picking up for stories of Idrich horror, and I, I, like Dave, I could just go on for hours and hours of the awesome adjectives involved with the Cthulhu mythos. Like, if, if you're the, that one gamer that doesn't know Lovecraft stuff... It, Get into it. Ask your three friends who do know about it. They'll be able to hook you up. Read um, the stories. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And by the way, online. don't be the presumptuous gamer who thinks you know about Cthulhu without actually reading Call of Cthulhu. Yes. yes. This yes. Is yes. Pick like, up the $15 Penguin Classics edition of Call of Cthulhu. It's well worth the investment. It's a good read. And it is at your local borders. You can yes. also find it online. You can find it online for free. But th that's one yeah. thing I hate. I hate pet peeve. Gamers were like, oh, I like Cthulhu. Have you actually ever read the goddamn story? Well, no, but I should know enough. Anyways, though, Mike, yes. go on. But yes, because it is an awesome book for talking about that and all that, It that is really good. And the system... If all you want to do is just be like, I, I want to play a Cthulhu story. Make me some investigators. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, let's go. Ah! Something like that. Um, it's good for that. How satisfied you'll be with the investigation and the combat, I don't know. So I'm going to have to go with the B, B minus range for it. It's kind of like Star Trek in that, you know, well, the system, the game works because you avoid the system in a lot of ways. <laughs> Maybe there's something like that. Nick, um, I'm probably going to go ahead and overall. Uh, just go ahead and maybe give the game like an A minus. Uh, I think it does what it's supposed to do really well, and the system is light enough that if you have specific issues with it, you can just you know um, chain something out, you know, put it in a subdual damage, punch someone in the face, that sort of thing. Um, because really, the good parts of it are good enough that I think um, 
you can just throw in a couple of house rules for your True specific enough. things. I that, think the specific true. things that you don't like or that you have problems with, uh, and just go with it because it's uh, really does what it does well. True enough. House ruling this system is not hard. It would be easy enough to throw in some dual damage, yeah. uh, even gradiated successes. Gradiated yeah. successes. A lot of the games we've played were roll under, but they had you keep track of how far under you rolled. Right. So, so. House modding the the shit out of this shouldn't be too difficult. If we were to recommend alternate systems to play it, uh, I could recommend Hero. Though Hero's um, kind of slow, but you'd be playing with lost points because you're Cthulhu you know, investigators. Lost points, and you could you can make them interesting investigators. World of Darkness. World of Darkness works. Fine. World of Darkness works fine. Um, definitely have to rip out. If, the, if you uh, go die twenty, it's supposed to be you know a decent die twenty called Cthulhu book out there. I wouldn't know. And it involves a person who worked on it who I, you know, think should be consigned to the lower pits of hell. But other than that, if you wanted to just turn into pulp, put it in Savage Worlds. Yeah, if you, <laughs> yeah. you want to emphasize combat more, put it yes. in Savage Worlds. If you want to go more atypical Call of Cthulhu and you want to go more towards those other Cthulhu wine stories that get told, hey, hey, Savage Worlds is great. A lot of the Cthulhu adventures, you know, those big, long, globe-spanning ones get pulpy at times. So True. there is something to be said for that. I mean, a final fight involving occultists, rockets, deep ones, a shugoth, and you leading lots of Chinese and Japanese troops... That's true. I played uh, the Shadow of Rain's Mouth game. That was I could see Cyber Trolls being used yeah. in parts of that. So for the more action yeah. Cthulhu game, you can yeah. But you know, when you do that, you know, just rip out whatever you, you're, you know, modif- rip out the magic or the definitely the uh, sanity system and all that stuff. Mod it onto whatever else you want to use. And uh, yeah, roll with it. But I think Cyberworld's uh, Horror Kit actually has a uh, sanity Yeah, Horror Kit yeah. does have a sa- have a sanity okay. system taken from their uh, Tour of Darkness game. All right, so what are we going to be playing next week? Let's find oh, out. Let's go ahead. Any other last thoughts on Call of Cthulhu, or we basically pretty much said all we need to say? I think we've uh-huh. said everything. Yeah, we've, we've given our positive. All right. Paranoia. 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 <laughs> you can get the Paranoia book to me, right, Nick? Yep. All right. We, we forgot about. All right. So on the off, but on the off chance we can't, uh, Nick can't find the book or anything like that. Number two is Weapon of the Gods. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so. in mind. Now, right. unfortunately, this will be the last session that Zuri is here with us. Yep. She has to go I back to Connecticut. I, I I thought about chaining her up so she couldn't leave, but um, you know they have laws against that sort of thing. No more female input on your games. Sorry, guys. I know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I suppose, once more, this is Dave, the GM. And Zuri. And Shane. And Sean. And Mike. And Nick. We're saying bye, and we'll see you next time on 20 Weeks of Hell. Playing games so you don't have to. Dear Cthulhu, Well, it's that time of year again where you look into your Necronomicon and see which followers have been naughty and which followers have been nice. As I've been extra good this year, here is my list of presents I want from you. I would tell you in person, but our mall is totally not politically correct and only has a Santa Claus. A 10-speed. Kill Tommy Stevens. G.I. Joes. Invulnerability. Legos. And a kid brother I can play with. My last one broke. I long to feel the embrace of your dark tentacles. Billy Sawyer, age 10.